Dude, I ain't got no AC. It's so hot. Riley, it's probably snowing there. Max, I know it's definitely snowing there. It's not anymore, though. It's not anymore. Nah, it's Summer's perfect coming. weather outside. Me. Dude, it's like 80 degrees in here right now. My fat ass is sweating. It's like a cool 72. Yeah, well, hopefully the electricity will come on because uh, we got some hot topics to talk about today. I think we had a great race this past weekend. Uh, I'll introduce everybody in a second, but before we go on any further, we need to drop that intro. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book racing. It's hard not to be said. arrogant when you're always right. Yeah. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Leslie the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our scene. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it. Yes, indeed. Nitro's the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 183 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. Lefty the Great. How did I mess that up? And then um, over to my upper left is Riley Filbert, who's going to dabble his toe into a little bit of the eight-skill world this weekend. What's up, Riley? How are you? Doing good. Yeah, watched PMB this weekend. He did. He watched it all. He did. <laughs> he was letting us know when the mains are up and all that stuff. Good, good yeah. stuff, Riley. Yeah. And of course, we have probably one of the most liked but also disliked people in RC right now. And he loves it. Look at this smile on his face. <laughs> the arrogant Max. The arrogant one. What's up, arrogant Max? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it's been a long day again, but yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, Watch some of the PMB. It's all right. <laughs> Jesus, just, that's all you got for us right now. I know you got more. I know you got more. I know you got more. All right. Uh, before we get in, let me do my thank you. Thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you for sharing, liking, supporting us, downloading, keep on listening, keep sharing, help us get out there in that algorithm, leaving reviews, all that good stuff. Shout out to the patrons of the podcast. We can't do it without you, Max. We gotta do a. We're gonna do a patron only podcast this week, our Easter podcast, I think, for them. So thank you to all of those guys. If you wish to be a patron, the link is in the written description of this podcast, uh, and every little bit helps. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you to all the companies that support the NNRC. They are Invisible Speed. Joseph started a run, a course run through there yesterday, I believe. So if you guys want to get in on the course right now, it's a good time to get in because he's got like Runner Falk and Badier and all them guys doing <clears throat> run-throughs with it. So check that out. 
Uh, shout out to TZO Tires, Nick and the guys. Uh, hopefully, I'll see them at Silver State High Tech RC for all their support. TNR Fuels Rock. I need to get one of their new shirts as well. Beach RC. Shout out to Brent Lucas and those guys. Techno RC. Ooh, Techno didn't have the best weekend this weekend. They did an e-buggy. Tyler Jones got second, but rough weekend for, for Techno in, in the other classes. Uh, Lugs Racing Tires. Uh, shout out to Brent. I mean, sorry, to Bryce and Nibs. Mayako. Shout out to all the Mayako crew, the JQSM crew. G-Spec RC Tuning for all your RC cabling needs. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic for all your traction uh, resolving problems right there racecraft usa get pitted with them clinic rc shout out to tony and his wife and the awesome products that they bring jtp rc uh i don't think tebow would be too happy with his performance this weekend uh we're going to talk about that in a little bit more and of course rcgp house of rc rcgp just opened up uh for the italian ron max are you going to that race um not sure yet I don't okay know. it's in july right I don't know yeah, if I'm going. Uh, maybe, sometime. maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. You'll see. Uh, and House of RC, if you haven't, guys, haven't gone to House of RC and put on, uh, filled out your profile. Riley, you been to House of RC and filled out your profile? No. Oh, no. So we're going to have to get you on podcast, that. You'll like have that. some signing up to do. Yeah, you, yeah I think you'll yeah. like that. I think you'll like it. Um, yeah, and great. shout out to my boy, RC Kevin, who I, who's good to Silver State. I'll finally get to meet him. And... Um, yeah, shout out to Tebow, Rana Falk. Rana Falk's going to be racing soon and all that good stuff. And I just have to say two quick shout outs. Uh, shout out to my boy Tony Scarcella and Alpha RC Raceway. They are, uh, I kind of gave them, you know, I don't sponsor many people, but Tony has been a really good friend of mine for a long time. And he asked for a few t-shirts and hats for his, they have a really nice carpet on road and off road track, I think up in Ohio. They are, no, maybe not Ohio. He's near Chicago, I want to say, or in that area. I don't know whatever state area that is in there there whatever he's somewhere in the midwest right now but closer to chicago area so they have uh they had the he said they tagged me in all those pictures so congratulations to everybody that wants some nnrc swag and thank you for the love that you guys show us up there shout out to lcrc up in pennsylvania they reopened this weekend after a long winter and they got back racing so that was good to see a great facility up there and yeah, man, uh, I think that's it. I did have a few more shout outs, but I forgot. <laughs> so I, I should have wrote them down, but I didn't. I, you know, that's what I, I, if I don't write them down, I forget. So, you know, if you guys have any people that you want to get shouted out or needs anybody that needs a little lift, uh, give us a call or let me know, shoot us a message. All right, guys. So we are going to focus on PMB this weekend. I'm going to talk about that because we kind of did watch it together. Max, she was doing university things. So you did watch it when you could. Riley kind of watched everything, it sounds like. Yeah, so, I was sleeping for the first 20 minutes of the Nitro Boogie Man, but I did see the like important part of it. You know, I was not very excited over the Nitro Boogie Man, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, but we, Fuller kind of ruined that excitement for me. I know, I know. He did for me too. Uh, but you know what? There is hope. There is much hope. We'll talk <laughs> about that. I am still 110% team fuller and i am sweating right now because it's warm yeah we're, we're probably his like fan club his biggest yeah fans. yeah we're all about team yeah. fuller right here we're all about team fuller 
All right, uh, so we should go on to some RC news, guys. And this week's RC news is brought to you by High Tech RC. High Tech is excited to introduce their latest DB series brushless servo, the high performance, low profile DB778WP, manufactured with their high technology. Industrial servo innovation, the DB778WP's design and premium quality construction was built for demanding commercial applications. Yet its superior torque also makes it perfect hobby serve the perfect hobby servo uh, for 10 scale two wheel drive and four wheel drive off-road buggies and touring cars engineered with their ultra efficient brushless motor high resolution digital digital circuit hardened steel gears and an all aluminum ip67 sorry ip negative 67 rated waterproof case the db778 wp excels when pushed to the limits on ultra high bike carpet or clay tracks Take on the competition, drive hard, knowing you are backed by High Tech's two-year warranty. You guys can go to hightechwheretobuy.com and find your uh, latest, latest high-tech products. I'm still waiting. I got two going in my boat back there, which is going to happen. Thank you to High Tech for all their support. They're also helping me get to Silver State. Greatly appreciate it. All right. So not much RC news. Baruffalo wins the Reg GP. This is where, uh, is this where the... RCGP race is going to be? Uh, no. wait, 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 I don't think it's a different. It's uh, yeah, it's different. It's Genzona. So I, I'm not familiar with this track. But, uh, All right. Yeah. So most likely a very nice track because it, almost every single track in Italy is quite nice. Dude, that track we was looking at last week was really nice. Yeah, Balocco. Balocco is one sport. of the more famous ones from Italy for sure. There, but there was a lot of racing going on this week. Uh, run us through real yeah. quick. This is the most significant one I saw was Barufalo beating uh boots yeah so the thing has been though that uh Barufalo, he for sure has been looking like the clear second fastest guy or even fastest guy challenging ongaro this year surprised to see berton struggling a bit uh i don't know why uh polito has been like he's he's funny because he's always second or third but he almost never wins so he's like always almost there mm -hmm. uh but obviously this race mostly reds drivers so yeah butterfly one boot second and valente third so all of the red skies there uh interesting bit is though that uh we discussed the joe born running hp rear end on his s works uh now we've seen pictures of elliot boots running the s35 three rear end where it's a very narrow pivot uh still the short arm but then a lot of offset so pretty much the old kyosho rear end versus the sort of more modern uh s works rear end which is the uh, s35 4 and the very uh well positive offset uh and uh with a very wide pivot so yeah so clearly in, in the s works camp they have realized that the mugen style rear end is probably not the way to go because both the european and american team are trying different stuff um just by wanting people to do things right i wish they go the h beetle style rear end route rather than go back to the kyosho style rear end because they are running the um pillowball front end so i think the h beetle style fits that better um but yeah uh decent results for 
boots and he's been he's been having a few off races here and there but the recent few events he's been doing all right but obviously marco is uh is very talented and as a driver ongaro and Marufolo and berto and these guys just are so good it's hard to beat them even for someone like boots unless they break out yeah yeah <laughs> butterfly has, has been finishing races though before this so yeah, two Italian nuts down and both uh, DNFs for him. So. Yeah, did, did you see the track last week, Riley, that we put up on the podcast? That was so badass. I think so. Barufalo broke, yeah. like, hit a pole oh, yeah. under the bridge. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. Ah, yeah, like, that, that, that frustrates amazing. me so much when he does things like that. Because yeah, I know his car looks yeah. insane, I know. Yeah. He so but the thing is, though, that, like, sideways. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't know what, what was the thing, but also Valente complain about people using additives so mm-hmm. i don't know if barufalo is part of that or because i doubt ongara is part of that he's usually just runs his regular package so perhaps barufalo had something to do with that but i don't know uh, what valente was on about then but yeah barufalo looked really fast then he looked fast at uh, at uh, dnc he looked fast at montpellier He's been looking fast everywhere, which I've been, I gotta say, like, I don't know how he does it because no one else has been able to do it with the techno on tracks like this. And even at DNC, like, Tebow obviously was a bit faster in the main, but in the qualifiers, like, Barufalo is looking fast as hell. So he's mm-hmm. doing something these other techno guys are either not able to do or aren't just doing in terms of setup or something like that. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. All right, right. And there was also some more racing. Sorry, but we just it was it was a lot of racing in the UK. I saw so as things went warm up, I saw, but I weren't sure exactly if they were like nationals or just one-off races. I well, know we had actually, the Dirt GP coming up. Yeah, well, there was some local races in the UK. They have those every weekend. Mm-hmm. But actually, one of the races we haven't hadn't put it in our notes was the uh, Pancar Euros, the 12 oh, scale. Right, Euros. right, right, right. That um Orlowski won, actually. Orlowski won. So he TQ'd on one with the Schumacher. And uh, he didn't and TQ mod, right? Uh oh, I think uh, he TQ'd both did. classes. Hackberg TQ'd Hackberg, Hackberg TQ'd day one, I think. I, I'm I oh. could be wrong though. Uh I didn't watch it. Hackberg could have TQ'd uh no no uh Michael TQ'd uh mod too. But okay, yeah, Hackberg okay overnight tq for the first day but yeah uh it's actually interesting because it's orlowski with a schumacher hagberg second with an x-ray and then reinhardt a third with an automatics so there's a lot of brands up there uh michael looked very dominant though uh yeah this he's just a, such an such a talented driver okay that he could he can just dominate but he's been it's interesting because when he was the world's uh, in i believe in 2020 he i i don't know if he tq'd or finished second or whatever but he was fighting for the win but just didn't get it few past years he's been fighting for the win at the euros now he's finally got the 12 scale year championship so yeah uh nice nice run by him and happy to see him finally get it and yeah hagberg's won it previously a lot of times but yeah he's got like he had a streak ended this weekend yeah yeah yeah, Mikael but, was yeah, one of the who, only people running both classes too. Right yeah, now. that was interesting. Yeah, yeah Hubert Hernigel and and few of the 
uh jan rakowski i think is his name yeah 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 those guys ran it but those aren't really the top in in mod so isn't jam more of a a stock guy uh he generally is yeah he runs good mod mod, though yeah he he's uh he's one of those guys who i don't know what like they aren't really a pro but they race all around the world and he's been around for a long time uh and yeah but the EO, ets has a rule where you only you can only run mod or stock so he oftentimes oh. just runs stock at ets but yeah, yeah. this race you and they also had uh sorry they also look like they had onward world's warm-up i think at steel city um so i saw a lot of yeah, but, you know i, I geek out over the fifth scale stuff that's like the class that i oh, that's where worlds yeah. is gonna be yeah i believe oh. they're having the fifth scale worlds there i want to say oh okay yeah yeah oh. i thought i was i thought like on road because this year is going to be an on road world here again well then then and that's like... where they're having it then i believe okay I believe. okay so yeah uh let me let me just find it on facebook because a couple of friends on my, on my well postar rc yeah. was there so that's why i was wondering what's going on and i yeah. didn't have a send a video from them so but man i really yeah. love folks I, I i really like fifth scale yeah. that that's what but actually, really actually now that now that we brought the on-road worlds up uh it's this year is going to be amazing because finally we have reinars with automatics he has a good car he has good sort of uh rhythm going behind him coelho obviously fast the new x4 they have something to prove um he's won obviously already with it but like get the worlds under the car and bruno getting his uh sort of because let's be honest last time when bruno won none of the infinity guys showed up so sabu um reinard uh none of these guys showed up so it's pretty much him and Velke, just them two now it's gonna be reinhard sabu uh Velker. uh all of these guys are in form nato is showing up all of these guys are in form they are they have sort of a good rhythm going and uh, if they can just keep all of that that up to the worlds, it's going to be a pretty interesting on-road worlds for sure. Think Mikael will go to worlds? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll go. Uh, the the issue is just that. For ten scale think, or for um, ten scale on road. On road. Yeah, but electric, right? Yeah, yeah, electric. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we'll actually have we have both ten scale electric and ten scale nitro this year. Uh, for on road for the worlds but yeah i was specifically talking about electric and yeah the thing is michael is really good in on road but for some reason he seems to have some issues dialing his setup up for these races so he's very good when he's like practice and stuff or when he get has a lot of track time but when he has less track time he seems to struggle struggle i feel i don't know why that is i haven't followed closely enough but I mean, he he's a guy who could actually win it. I I wouldn't be surprised if he would fight for it, but he the package needs to be just right. So, I just wanted to clarify a few things. So that was the pre worlds for fifth scale, large scale that I saw at okay at Steel City and SoCal, and then the you have the Ifmar ten scale onwards coming up in Gubbio. Italy, which are actually yeah. one week after the, uh, it's it's not it can't be right because they got it one week after it, it is one week after the 
worlds worlds ahl worlds yeah and then um yeah they have they have it i don't know why they do it but it's like i know yeah like runnerfog and coelho both of these guys are running eight scale worlds and then 10 scale electric touring worlds and they are week after each other i don't i just i don't understand why they all right well enough about that stuff we'll deal with that when that comes around but it was uh congratulations to the polish punisher on his victory and i want to say shout out to my boy the doctor i know you know he wants to keep that streak going but man orlowski is fast like you know what can you say yeah he's just so he's just crazy talented riley you was next you what up yeah you was next on rc news so i'll let you go ahead uh, yeah team associated just released the b6.4 um basically the same rear end the front end's a little bit different there's a new caster block and then the uh the bell cranks you can change the height so you don't have to get the plus three bell cranks you can just put a spacer under them or above them and that just makes it to where you have the right caster settings going through the corner for like high grip settings um they also went to 13 mil shocks which is probably a bigger change than everything else that just makes it so it won't fade throughout a run have more oil in there and it's more dampening different piston i know the internals and all that stuff like the the bushings and all that that's all the same the shock shaft's the same it's just different shock body shock cap and piston Uh, aren't other 10 scales 12 millimeter yeah, the, these are the biggest shocks I've seen. I think Techno might be bigger, actually. Yeah, Techno, I think, is 13. And not entirely sure, but I believe Schumacher is 13 as well. So oh, I don't, okay. like, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of going to bigger and bigger shocks like we have. I think it, it does work, though. It, it, it Because the, the shock shaft fills less space of the shock in percentages. So you have less of that effect of the body overfilling, and that's why you get that sort of fading effect because the the oil is on more strain. That's my belief. And also when you have bigger bore of the shock, the shock is smoother because of the fact that the shock app doesn't fill the shock as much. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this direction, even though I know it probably works better. I think more of a tuning option. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps that could be actually true. But I'd like to see people try to figure something out with the piston rather than just uh, working with the shock body. But yeah, I, I guess they they liked it and they went that that direction. And, well, they've, yeah, they they've had twelve. Better. They've had twelve mil shocks since the B four point two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most brands do twelve mil. So some have yeah schumacher and and uh techno have 13 and now associate as well so yeah hard to say if it if it is the absolute right way to do it uh but probably it will work better but i don't think that's that i think you can make the shocks work better other ways too you seen any of these hit your tracks up there or anything like that yet riley no riley uh, some prototype ones nothing I- uh, no, nah, the pros just got theirs this week. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that new. Yeah. Oftentimes, wow. Associated does it that when they release, people get it. Really? Like, I remember the B3.2. Like, I was talking to people who were like on the factory, factory team. Like, they were like, like getting everything as they were produced. And they got it like a few weeks before release at best. 
and most of the time at release. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, anything to, else to add, Riley, on the associated B64 or anything else? Um, different springs. They're bigger for the bigger shocks, but I don't know how much that would affect things. It's, oh, it wow, would be so, a little bit different coils, so I don't know. Different, so I think it now has like three different style of spring. They have the old ones, they have the V2s, and now they have these. They might have two, two different styles for the new shocks. Oh, wow. Oh, people yeah, will love that. But that's but that's weird because like yeah well I mean I guess that's what you gotta do but you could run the same spring on both 12 mil and 13 mil if you if the spring is already wide enough but I I think it wasn't then if they made new ones I do know or I think that the uh, the thrust on the new diff is caged so you don't have a, a you don't have loose balls it's easier to build less maintenance. Okay. I, I just seen a picture of it. I didn't see it in the notes, but well, I think, if, I that's, think that's if that's the, the case, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that's similar than to X-rays, the trust oh. ring. Because they have, I think they had that before. I don't know if they went back or forth or how it is. But I haven't built an X-ray disc since like the 16, and I'm pretty sure that had just loose balls. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. One thing I do want to say is that Associated has clearly taken the X-ray route, where they just release a new car every year almost. B3 <laughs> was released. Uh, B6.3 was released last year. And About this time. B, yeah, 6.2 was year before that. So, yeah, they're pretty much going to a new model every year at this point, at least on the tool drive. Yeah. So now they're gonna people's gonna need new pistons, probably new springs, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and I think the chassis was changed as well, right? But yeah, the, the chassis was really, changed, but I think it's just wider. I think it's the same length. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. The length, I know it's wider, yeah. though. Yeah, the length is the same, but I think what they did was they made it a bit wider in the front so you can fit the uh, speedo further forwards. So, oh. I mean, it's... Okay, I get it, but they've changed the chassis now for every single platform. <laughs> Like people have like ten chassis laying around because they just have got a new one each time. Yeah. And especially if you don't run dirt, the chassis don't even wear out. So like, yeah, it's yeah. Un like if I was a customer, I'd be like, oh god, I just run the old one. Chassis you know? definitely wear out at the Plex, that's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, you just run the dirt, right? Yeah, it's dirt. dirt. Right? Yeah. Yeah, with dirt, with dirt, yeah, you can wear them out. But I mean. Especially in Europe, it's all carpet. Uh, Especially if you're an astroturf, there's like nowhere at all. I think so, you might have said that backwards then. Okay, yeah. Or I'm yeah, wrong. But I mean, that, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's, I think like for me, like if I was a guy who had a, even 6.2, like I'd just be like, fuck it, I'll just run that. Yeah, I know a lot of the team guys around us are like, eh, I'm not getting that because we got a couple yeah, of good races like, coming up. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, if it was something like new arms or new shock towers or new hubs, you're like, okay, I'll just put, I'll just throw that in, you know. But now it's like a new chassis, new side guards, new front, like the steering system, like everything's new. So you really can't run the old old one similar to this new one. Oh, the so caster like, blocks also updated a little bit. There's only two holes yeah. now. Yeah, but there's like so less much material, stuff, and it's so little changes. That it's like you have to buy kind of if you want to run the new stuff, but it's still like annoying. 
So I I mean I I, I looked at the B uh, six point three release and everyone in Facebook comments were complaining that oh again a new car. So I I guess this time it's even worse. <laughs> I oh yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Everyone's calling it the AE Ray. Oh AE Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mixing it yeah. with X Ray. Oh. But actually, That's but actually to to be fair to X Ray though, I think. I don't this might be just my sort of uh somehow cognitive bias or something but in my opinion when they release a new car almost all of the parts are pretty much option parts that now are stock yeah so it's it's just not like what team was they, doing before yeah because i like that route much better because when you do that every year you have a new chassis that's has a little bit more room in the front like it's kind of pointless but you still kind of need it to run it similar to everyone else and it's the newest model and yeah i don't know i keep thinking of things they changed but they also got like a a better fan mount so it's like further back and it's it's not blocked (laughs) off by the body yeah little things like fan yeah it's like clipping a toenail (laughs) yeah well yeah, I mean, all right. I left pink. That's pinion, what I. Yeah, pink that's pinion, what I have. Fantasies are Jesus, guys, <laughs> making me die. Like, I felt like You're I was so gonna bored. fall asleep yeah. talking about damn ten scale and <laughs> pinions and all that stuff. Damn it! All right, let's. Uh, that's about it for RC news. All the associated guys will buy the B six four because that's what's just gonna happen, yeah. and then they'll come up with the B six four point two. And, you know what? And, I have never know. seen. I have never seen AE do a point five. So what happens then? Is it the B seven? Is next one B seven? No. Yeah, it'd be. It have to be B seven. Like point five is outrageous already, right? Imagine like B six point twelve. Dude, I'm lost. I don't even know which number I don't want anymore. What was it? Seven. They've, I think the only thing that's really the same is the front arm. Six. It's been the same front arm since the B6. Everything else has changed. Yeah. I mean, the ball studs are the same size, I guess. Yeah. Wasn't the front, like, shock the mount? Like, the the plastic part? I think that's unchanged, too. You know oh, what? the shock cap? You know what? No, no. The, the, the sort of the front, like, which attaches to the side guards, that piece. I don't know what you call that. We've spent like, no, entirely that's changed. too much the time top plate. Yeah. Yeah, that changed that this changed? car okay it's a little bit skinnier same like everything just for the uh for the bell cranks i think there's more clearance yeah well i mean to me one thing that annoys me though is like i know they have to make they have to make new molds for these right yeah like i know that's where it's expensive that's why my oc my ocd brain hurts when stuff like this happens you know because I want stuff to be nice and neat and very sort of organized. And this is just to me, it seems like, like why? <laughs> anyway, we got PMB to talk about. No more 10 scale stuff. Yeah. All right. You know what? Enough of Thank 10 you. scale for this year, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll talk about 10 scale next year. Yeah. And it's a world year. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go on. We're going to talk about the P- PMB. That's what to you by a couple of companies this week. So our first one is by Techno RC. Thank you, Techno, for all the support. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer. 
specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. Thank you to Techno RC for their continued support. Also, we want to say that this week's race recap is also brought to you by TNR Fuels. Here at the NNRC, we're all about the glory, and that glory is Nitro. We're trying to get Riley all, you know, on that wavelength as well. We will eventually. TNR Fuels is the hottest Nitro fuel here on, on the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family, made by racers for racers. TNR Fuels is currently available throughout the USA, and I believe he's now shipping internationally. For more information to, to buy some fuel or get this in your hobby shop or just run the for awesome company, please contact them at tnrfuels.com or contact Chris Nelson directly at chris at tnrfuels or find them, shoot them a message on Facebook or House of RC. Thank you to Chris and his family. They got some big things going as well. All right, guys. So we had the Psycho Nitro Blast, the 15th iteration of this race. Uh, I know a lot of people think like it was a lot of hype around this race this weekend. It was good. Um, People were excited on the internet at the race. It was, you know, it was a big, big, big freaking race. It was a big race. Like, I'm not going to lie. I knew that uh, this race race was going to be big. Uh, I had no doubts that it was not going to be big. And it was, it was great. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, what I watched and all that stuff, I enjoyed it. So now we're going to talk about it. And I liked, I think we're breaking it down into a few things here. So I think we're going to break it down into, like, track competition all that type of stuff so we don't go too wild off and then we'll go into what we thought was wrong or what we heard was wrong and then we'll go into the will mciver uh and run into classes thing as well uh because jq's getting the blame for that apparently uh <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a little bit so but yeah uh pmb this past weekend they had let's just talk about the amount of entries and stuff because they did have record entries they had it ended up being hold on um at first it was almost like 1100 and something but it ended up being 1010 entries with 478 people so for so let's put that into perspective for a little bit wait, wait, actually, wait, wait. that's smaller than dnc in terms of people nope, right nope 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 it's actually 98 more than dnc so I thought DNC was over 500 no, people. DNC had 972 entries and 380 people or drivers. Okay. So PMB has always gotten more people because they actually run okay. less classes. So they get oh, because, always yeah, get more people. East Coast don't run Nitro, right? No, well they don't run. Uh, they don't split the e-truggy class up. I don't believe, and I don't think they have yeah, yeah, a but- junior class. Yeah, but also the thing that when when it's uh, West Coast, everyone runs Nitro on the West Coast. Yeah, but even so Nitro thing- numbers are higher than DNC. Sure. It is? Yeah. Okay. Like, well, it's just that so e-buggy numbers. Sportsman Nitro buggies, oh my God. Yeah, and like Sportsman e-buggy. Then. Yeah. So well, I just were, wanted okay. to say something. I wanted to say something good about this because people think that I'm totally against high entry races and and I am looking at this race in a completely different form. The great thing about this is that the number of participants is almost half of the entry count. So we'll get, yeah. it's better on that source. 
sense. And I and and there was the I think Sportsman E Buggy was the biggest class there. Uh, let me let me just bring it up real quick. So Sportsman E Buggy was uh, there's like nine I, heats. Yeah. So let me bring it up real quick. I should have had it up here. Here we go. Sportsman E Buggy was actually 157 entries. Oh, the air conditioning came on. Woo! Thank you. So that's big. It was actually almost to 170 at one point, but it it, yeah, it whittled on. And then E Truggy, which I knew was going to be huge, was actually 132 entries. So E Truggy, E Buggy, and let's see what Sportsman Nitro Buggy was. The Sportsman Nitro Buggy was 108 entries. So that's still a lot. Maybe not as yeah. much as it was over at DNC. It was like 122, I think, at DNC. And it was 100 intermediate Nitro Buggies. Okay, so, yeah, they actually, they were just... Because I, I was under the impression that DNC had 500 uh, people there, but I obviously uh, no. I remember wrong. But that those numbers are actually very nice. So that's... Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of people there, actually, not just so, I just wanted to say something why I think maybe we saw a lot more sportsmen. So I asked people that went, I was like, because I did see people that I knew that ran intermediate and I'll drop down to sportsmen, which is fine. I don't care. Right. But I asked people, was it just that or was there new people there? And they said, because E-Truck is also kind of like a newbie thing as well, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of newbies get into that. So it's really encouraging to see this. And I have to give... I have to give some props to why I think this is this is that way, and, and I might be wrong, but I think it has a lot to do with Mark Santa Maria, because I think he encouraged a lot of the guys that are bashing, that are getting into e buggy e truggy to come to this race, and I think a good like he had a whole freaking compound, like you know, like two big, yeah, like big tents set up, and so he probably brought a lot of people in, and I that's really good because I think that's. Like I give him mad props for that part of what he's doing. You know what I, I think mean? Mark was running nitro truggy too. Yeah, but that's good. He needs to run more nitro. So yeah. Uh, but I think that's a, a combination of him. I also want to give Techno some props too because they have been one of the most adamant e truggy companies out yeah. there. So well, that's uh, where they started e e buggies and. And yeah, but they kind of got on the e-truggy thing and they were, they, I still think they make probably one of the best ones out there. And between them and Mark, like this has grown. Like, like I know JQ doesn't like it and you'd probably don't like it, Max, but e-truggy is here. It's not going anywhere. And it's actually, yeah, I don't, I don't really actually at races like this, I don't really even care. I actually think it's good. Because it's just, just, for the like reason, it. just for the reason you said, like, I think something we haven't really thought about on the podcast or talked about on the podcast is these East Coast race time races, what they do well is they are pretty easy for a newbie to go to. Like imagine you just live in Tennessee and someone's like, hey, this is going to be a huge race. Mm-hmm. Just show up on Friday evening, go out there, run run a few times, and then you have to just run twice and that's it. And you can just go hang out and see all these guys here. And that's like, it's very easy for a newbie to go to. And then you get to meet all these people and you get to spend time and you get to see how big RC is. So that's something I think we, or at least I haven't, I have sort of been blind spotted to. And I think that's something that these race time events can do good. How about you, Riley? What's your thoughts on the entries? The amount of people? I know you were stoked about it. Yeah, there was so many people there. I think it was cool. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to have an entry cap, but it doesn't really suit this race because mm. this race is more like a festival. You got your 24 hours of practice. So, like, it's already crazy. So, why not have crazy amount of entries? It's just going to yeah, keep I growing, mean, though. They openly say, like, this race is about as many entries. So, I'm, I, you know, I looked at this completely different this week. And, you know what I mean? I was like, all right. Just, so, this is my. Just as a spectator, though, I made it so long. Like, I fell asleep probably five times that that qualifying day just because there was nothing, like, exciting happening. It was like Sportsman sportsman Nitro Buggy. (laughs) Well, I I must admit, I kind of just watched the the pro stuff as well because that's what I'm interested in. I didn't really – the intermediate has changed so much. I didn't know too many people in there. Even though Greg was in there, I wasn't staying up until 1 o'clock and they wanted to watch it. But (laughs) – I, I think like I I'm okay now had this been a thousand entries and and it's only 40 40 38 more entries than I was at at DNC to be honest in the entry comp yeah. game yeah but yeah. DNC but, has uh, five day race it's not right exactly yeah, and this different. had almost a hundred people more so to me that's yeah. the bigger and better number right there that hundred yeah. people oh, yeah. that came to that yeah. race I, and the thing is actually what you what i just said the fact that a lot of it has to be new people too because how mm-hmm. big e-buggies and, and e-truggy especially is and that is those the fact that there's a lot of people there not the amount of entries but the people there and mm-hmm. the fact that how many sort of people are new which obviously would have like facts but it looks like there's a lot of new people that's something that's super positive about this race we had a lot I, of hobby place guys that went there and it was their first time really yeah yeah That's they good. knew this race was going to be big yeah i i thought like had this been like 350 people and a thousand out of it like mm. but it mm. it had a good you know you must have 500 people there like that's good i don't care what anybody says that's good it's not not that very often you can say there are 500 people at RC, 500 races at an RC car track. We can trick ourselves and say there are 500 entries, but there are actually 500 yeah. people there. So I, I'm for me, I'm fine with that, and I'll explain why it's later. Crazy, it's crazy how many trailers were there though. There, I don't like, know, people, but a good bit. People bring their own like RV trailer, you know. There's mm-hmm. I, I seen like a, a little snippet in one of Mark's videos, and so many trailers. <laughs> a lot of people. That's how there. DNC is too, though. To be honest, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is like this crazy. is a this is a, a very good spot too. Like the arena and like the, the facility is actually really good too, mm-hmm. and it's great for camping because they do have mm-hmm. like uh, feeds and all like all live where you can get water and all that stuff. I believe. And Only even if you just bring like. your trailer and put it out in the parking lot, it's good. Because where yeah. we used to pit, we used to just go right out the back door and our fam would be right there. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I I don't like about the facility is that it, if it's cold, it's also cold, it's cold. inside. Yeah, yeah. Cold. I heard a lot of people complaining about it being cold. Yeah. I see snow it, in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, but I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened this weekend, so it's not not like a big deal. All right, let's talk about the track. So I'm not gonna lie to you, and no offense, Bobby, don't get upset with me, but I didn't like it at first. It, I, I had ver- now a couple of my friends liked it. Like Salty Joe messaged me. He liked it. Uh, at first, I remember telling you guys, I'm not liking this. That's probably also led to me not watching a lot. Okay, I shouldn't say I didn't like it. It was missing, uh, I think, during qualifying because the grip wasn't there. It was very difficult to watch some of the racing because the kind of didn't flow. And, I, and, and PMP, 
PMB has always been a race that had some big jump to it too. So that was kind of missing from this. Um, but I got talking and I was like, all right, so Sunday I'm going to give it a new chance. Let's see how, I know the grip would come up and I wanted to see how the racing would be. And actually it was good racing. So uh, while it didn't have, it didn't have that like super flowy, like AMS style type of racing where every jump was clear and, you know, like, you know, it was really athletic looking was a lot of, like if you could get some of those laps done and it's just a big freaking track too like it's huge like they used every Massive. little bit of that yeah. arena this time and um yeah i i when i once i saw the truggy main and then i watched the nitro buggy main i changed my opinion on the track it wasn't i'm, I'm like i'm just being honest like it just didn't capture my attention right away but it did during the race and i was like okay it's not a, it's it's good it's okay it's good. I didn't like the track cut, like a track cut that people were just jumping across. And I'm like, why even put that there? Just make it a corner or whatever. You know what I mean? It kind of worked was itself the, out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tasman, I, Tasman was right, though. He's like, hey, look, I'm because it, it did. It, it it saved a lot of time when you got it right. If you did it the, the right yeah, you're way, you're basically you jumping wrong. in that face of that little yeah. roller single thing. So Tasman was correct. He's like, well, look, if we're going to do it this way, then everybody has to be able to do it. So I think either they put something there that prevents you and makes it dangerous to do, or you just let everybody do it. But at the same time, I don't know why you put it there, but I, it, it worked out. It worked out. Um, so I did enjoy the track in the end. I did. I just, I would like to see, uh, I know they're not doing any more wooden features, but I, I miss seeing, uh, sorry like the just the you know what? I, i'm trying to think of the words for it like that pmb style like maybe that sick jump that they had mm -hmm. that they always had they had a big jump i mean i know that used to break a lot of cars so people didn't like that but maybe bring one of them big jumps back where it was nice and sick but with a nice you know that's not as quad hard. with a big run-up so like like sportsmen or intermediate guys could double double that's what i want to see yeah well pmb used to have like 60 foot triples Stuff yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. You know? No, their triple. Yeah. They had a double triple that was massive. Yeah. So I think they went safe, which is fine because it was a tech. It was really technical. I think. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's thing everywhere. Up. Yeah. It's it, like those guys had nowhere to relax, even on the straightaway. Like, it, like getting on the straightaway wasn't easy. Fast. Like you can see where the cars are super edgy. Like and they were catching those ruts coming onto the straightaway and all that stuff. So in the end, the track worked out and it was super technical technical for those guys i think the e-buggies and truggies will battle on it though to be honest that's just my yeah, opinion definitely. yeah they could do the jumps yeah. yeah so uh yeah just not didn't have that i get what bobby was trying it was very technical i even okay the option lane that i did you guys see anybody use the outside option lane? i didn't see anybody use it. <laughs> no nobody used oh, it holy shit, that so was they had crazy. a split lane i seen i seen dakota finn walk it that's the only time i seen somebody there yeah so i i get why they did that because it was cool at the nationals but it didn't work out to this one like yeah they, they, like yeah uh, I don't know what Bobby even was thinking. It would have been just cool. Watch it, and it, it's you can see that it doesn't work. <laughs> Max, no, Max, oh Max, God. Max. Remember, we have to keep on. It would have been cool after that, like off camber waterfall section, like after that double, and then it comes back towards the front section to that water or to the off camber, and then that off camber one eighty. It would have been cool there mm -hmm. to have like some jumps on the inside, and then have it to where you could just pin it on the outside where that tabletop yeah. was. 
where yeah. there was no flow in that section. Yeah, that's that's why only like in that section that you're talking about right there, where they had that tabletop. Yeah, it was only the e buggies and truggies that I saw that were able I to seen, jump. That I seen in the main, there's a couple nitro buggies that cleared yeah. it, but it's it, you had to have a perfect runoff. Right, I saw exactly what was what it wanted to happen in that section, but I think that tabletop messed it up because just a little bit too long. And it got chewed out. Like the landing yeah. was like all all messed up. So, but otherwise, it still made for like I, I think it made for great racing in the end. So that's my. Can I opinion. go now? I don't know what you guys think of the track? Now, now have you now when you have licked Bobby's ass enough, I'll go. So <laughs> I know. Jason's I know. <laughs> we're not trying <laughs> no, to be was, savage here. No, I was just kidding. I you you were pretty fair to be honest. I'm not like hugely a differing from your opinion, but. I think my feelings, I'd have to say it's just that, like, Bobby said, that has said this, I think, at least I've heard it, and and uh, Bobby does this, where when it's uh, Southern Nats, he does a certain type of track, where it's AMS, he does a certain track, and when it's PMB, he does a certain type of track. So, mm -hmm. this year, uh, I mean, it was big, but and it had that concrete section. Which I liked. But but that's about it like not nothing else about this track was a pnb style because every year the pnb style has been fast it has been flowing it has had sort of hip jumps high speed hip jumps it has had some sort of places where you need to keep your speed up like big sweepers uh i'm i don't i don't mind the lack of big jumps because in my opinion it's i don't i don't like when people who come up to this race and get their only two qualifiers and they happen to break on the big triple uh, because those are very risky and you could just catch a rut or some little stone on the ground and then just car goes uh, upside down in the air so i don't mind the lack of big jumps i actually prefer it this way but i think like the previous pnb layouts have been so much better like last year was amazing the track looked really fun but this year just a lot of sections had no flow at all like the corners would just stall you the jumps would just stall you the center tabletop section like he just made the jump too big like he like just too big then on the left side the corner cutting thing even a blind guy with a stick could see that you can <laughs> just jump over it and <laughs> And then, then when you go over the back section, we was pretty nice. And the sort of switch back, and the, then you go up and turn down. And then the the option lane, where again, blind guy with a stick goes there says, "Hey, like this pipe is way too far out. Like, if he would have wanted it to work, he would have had to make the little jumps on the inside much higher, where you actually stall the car a bit. You would have to drag the outside." where the middle pipe more uh further forward to the track where you can actually go around the outside he could have even put a berm in there uh, a, a small berm so even if you take the joker you could still go over it so you can carry on the speed on the outside and go there but he did none of that so yeah i'm, I'm just the thing is like I, I so have you didn't like the track. That's any. what I'm trying to. I <laughs> yeah. guess you didn't like the track, Max. That's but the thing is, it's it it still worked all right. It right. wasn't bad. But the thing is, like I know Bobby is better than this. 
and I have seen like almost every track he has done has been better than this track in in at least what I saw. I would give the track a C plus. Okay. Because 75% of the track is pretty, pretty dialed. Like after, after like, so like the concrete section all the way to the first double, like after the straightaway. Perfect. I love that section. Like it had good flow all the way, like from the joke, like before the Joker from that section on, it's pretty dialed. I actually, okay. I'll say this, that section alone was fine when you combine it with the left side where because the, the right side of the track that side of the track was like slow you were technically you had to keep your line keep the calm but then when you have a chance to make the track open up have a high speed section that never came it was just jumps that were timed wrong and didn't really work so like i know bobby will listen to this and then give an angry call to keenan again but you have to be honest because he calls you like, <laughs> I actually hope too, but the thing is, like, I have never had anything against Bobby's tracks, anything he either way he actually thinks, but I have never had anything against it, them because they are usually very good. I have, I have never run a track Bobby has built that is is like bad or actually almost all of them have been very good. So because I see this, because I know he can do better tracks, that's why I'm saying all these things. Like there's so obvious mistakes that you could just run a car on the track for five minutes and you could figure all of them out. That it's just disappointing because like I love the like the space he has, the fact that he uses all of it. And the the chances for high speed track in that is so good. So it's so disappointing that he didn't utilize it very well. And all that being said, the track wasn't awful though. It was like everyone went around nice, they drove around nice, but just small mistakes everywhere, in my opinion, the design. And I don't know if I want to even bring the Joker lane up because like we'll talk about the Joker lane in the in the in the negatives. Yeah. In the racing. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Riley, your thoughts okay. real quick. You said a C plus on the track. Yeah. I actually like the Joker lane. I think it's cool. But um yeah, C plus. The uh there's there's some sections that definitely didn't have flow it was just a little like the 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 section that should have been a rhythm or even wide open would have been cool have have the split lane there that would have been cool but the corner cut i understand like i've I've definitely raced on tracks where there's a huge corner cut and and because you could clear it on the outside was the like reason that you could take that as a corner as or take the the cup mine um but yeah c plus could have been better i'll tell you what what part of the track i really didn't like like think when you came after the the straightaway you made that turn and it was like a single and then it had like a jump on the inside like it looks like you should double it but guys are just jumping and jumping right into the face of it and i was like oh yeah that i was just like either making a double or don't have that there like, I think I did see somebody clear it, but they just like washed so far out. Yeah, it looks like you're supposed to clear it. I was just like, I just didn't like that. That that it should have been the I his idea was good, but the yeah. the sort of second uh, jump there that he was left, but uh, he'll be back. too too uh, too big. If he would have made it smaller, where you could keep some speed over it, then it would have ro- uh, flow better. But yeah, the track, the thing, the thing I'm kind of trying to say is like, there were so many points of the track that killed the flow of it 
that's why I I didn't really enjoy it that much. When when we looked at it in our preview podcast, I, I saw it had potential, but I also saw a lot of this stuff that happened could happen. Uh, so that's why I said it was I, I was interested to see. And now that I saw, um, yeah, well, all right. Well, let's go on. That's because we, we're trying to we're not trying to drag this one all night. We do have some things to talk about. All right, let's yeah. talk about coverage, communication, and the show. Uh, I'll go real quick, real fast. I thought Live RC did a good job. Uh, it was better than last year's coverage. They had more cameras. Scotty was on in the like going on to the pit lane and getting interviews, and he was getting interviews of drivers after the races. I saw Jacob was super busy, so he had lots of pictures up. So that was good. Uh, I saw the communication was great. Like they had a watering schedule. They had uh, they had um, video drivers meetings, which were good explain everything so everybody could go look at that i do know that like i heard that like they finished qualifying at like three two o'clock in the morning two thirty in the morning and then um like sportsmen or three o'clock in the morning the sportsman guys were up at five and they didn't know or they didn't get the you know they didn't know when they were going to be up to four so that wasn't but that's kind of hard so all in all i think they did a great job there uh the show was bigger badder obviously dave Ran all out, his podium, his everything, the Jumbotrons. He's had that for a couple of years. Um, I heard maybe not as much Monsters this year. So that's that's good, too. I mean, I get it, that's his thing. But, I mean, I I would, hey, yeah, I I'd rather see badass are, trophies you, and all that type yeah. of stuff and, and good coverage over Monsters. And I'd, I'd rather see the Rocket yeah. car back. I'd say, I'd so, say the RC crowd prefers uh, pit chicks more than Monsters. Yeah, 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 and I just want to say congratulations because I think uh, Live RC done a great job. So congratulations to all those guys involved. I thought they did it a great job, great camera work as well, and the show. Kudos to Race Time. They did like they did it big again this year. It was I thought it was great. I wasn't even there, and I almost wanted to be there because it looked like it was a good show. So that's my thoughts on that. Go ahead, Riley. You're next. Um, coverage was pretty awesome. They could have added some more like features, but it's cool. I I think they could have done a track walk or just something to like break mm-hmm. up the dead air. But after that, yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome. The show is insane as always. It's PNB. You you just have to go there to experience it because it's crazy. Um, I haven't been there, so I need to so I can have a full perspective of it. But it's, it's from what I see, everyone always has fun. Um, all the guys that I knew that went there, they they were messaging me saying they had a blast it was more fun watching the races they said because I, I don't think they enjoyed some of the sections where you couldn't like you you did have that the roller roller that wasn't all that fun for the guys um the girls love that um <laughs> other than yeah, that though right yeah it's it pretty cool i'm all right with the girls i'm not i'm not, I'm not even fan of having pit girls uh, but I know because you don't like that. My, <laughs> my moral pit guys. No, he just they no, don't, I don't want any exploitation of women. Anything. Oh gosh. Yeah, my yeah, moral that's... compass is different than most most men in RC. I think. Oh god, but, that's gonna uh, get that's gonna get a whole bunch of messages delivered to me. So you don't want yeah. trophy girls? Do believe no. it or not, like a lot of your a lot yeah. of the European guys I know feel that way. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they well, think it's like. They, they, we have, yeah. we, we, dude, we, that's like the reason to win right there. 
I'm all for no, trophy I mean, girls, by the way. In Europe, we, we tried to get away from exploiting people earlier, but yeah okay that's, so that's what they think the, the show they basically the show, don't like to use it because they think it's they believe it's feminine exploitation which i don't know <laughs> the, i don't know all the the ins and outs of all that but i just know that's why they oh no no all right. max, I I'm, I'm not just max i, I know a, a couple of guys that feel that way about that no no so. is there, is there I, strip I clubs in europe much less than in america but okay uh, that's okay. not like okay th sorry. that was just a side point but and also like just to be clear these women who were at PNB obviously are most likely friends of Dave or yes or know Dave and they very much most likely wanted to be there so I'm not that was right Max is fight. against the paying fight. for girls to be there in bikinis and all that type yeah. of stuff yeah. <laughs> where I'm just like, like motorsports style I'm fine with that yeah if and it the was thing more is, female like, races and they wanted men yeah. in sexy bikinis too they could have that too I'm fine with yeah. that. And <laughs> so realistically I don't really give a shit but, <laughs> All right, okay, so let's Anthony, get back what to about the, the show, Max? Give it look. We're rambling. Show on. was great. Show was show great. Like, but the thing is, like, PMB is over. Like, the show is great. It's always been great. But it was better this year. It was a lot better this year for some reason. You think? I, I mean, okay. Well, I'll give you. I, I I didn't really notice any big difference. I'm not much of a show guy, but as much as I see it, it looks always. It's always great, and they do it really well. Uh, so I don't have any like just thumbs up for that. And that's that's great. In terms of coverage of like live RC and stuff, just I mean, it is what it is. It's when Scotty goes and Tyler Hooks goes, it's the same almost every time. Like last year in 2021, PMB, uh, sorry, DNC, that was great. Like they actually tried to do stuff. Yeah, since they did a lot I of lot seen, of different stuff at that race. Yeah, like since then I haven't really seen anything. Change. They haven't done anything just to that. Scotty level, and yeah. Tyler making jokes and. And having fun and then calling a race sometimes no but i mean it is like most of the most of the time it's just scotty and tyler hooks talking about short course tracks at their home track. well we needed them in the, in the mains we needed them in the mains to keep the joke Tyler talking things. about that one nats when he got oh yeah and th I, that's, I that's not even dig at anyone like that's just like that's just that's just what he does yeah yeah i've never I, heard I mean, him talk about it though that's the thing about it. i I'll be honest with you. I only watched the pro stuff this week. I only watched the pro stuff. Yeah. I didn't well, even I mean, watch the thing, e the thing is, though, like, and I want to say this: Tyler Hooks is uh, all right. I think he's much better on the interviews. I like Tyler when he does the interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, I, on the on the broadcast, I don't think he he's sometimes a bit out of time, but he's all right. Uh, uh, but yeah, Scotty's Scotty's good. Scotty's always great. So I, I think when Tyler isn't racing, he's better. True, true. But I mean, I think so. I think for live RC, uh, Tyler is he, he does very good uh, for online. Uh, In a higher Riley, that's what they need to do. And 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 uh, it's a good idea. And Tyler does very good on the interviews. Uh, and I haven't seen them do pit walks, but I saw him do a J Concept pit walk uh, uh, at the Nats, and that was great. So Tyler, that's something Tyler has done really well. And Scotty, yeah, like, Tyler does I mean, a lot every, with J like, concepts. Yeah, but I mean, the thing about Scotty is like he's Scotty, like he's great, and like I don't really even have to like explain why he's great because it's like he's good. He's world class. Yeah. So that was good. I did appreciate that. We saw, I saw bad, much more effort in the coverage this year than it was last year. So I was super happy about that. More cameras, 
more getting out of the booth, interviewing, like all that type of screen. stuff. Yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. All right. Um, so Max, I don't know. Before we go on any further, I gotta pay some bills. So, you know, uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Beach RC. They were there. They had fun. Thank you to Lucas, Brent, and everybody at Beach RC for their support. We guys, we have some uh, affiliate links there. You guys can go there. It helps us out. Gets a little slice of that. Helps me buy maybe a battery or something for my RC car in about six months. But uh, yeah, we appreciate it. And thank you to Beach RC for all their support. And uh, check them out. A real brick and mortar hobby shop. Putting back into racing. BeachRC.com. The racers one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. All right. Thank you to Beach RC for their continued support. Uh, shout out to Brent. Them guys had a good weekend. Dakota Fenn won. Riley trying to fix his his, <laughs> his, uh, his thing. I had to mute him for a second because he's making a bunch of noise. So check them out, guys. Uh, check out Beach RC. We have an affiliate link. It helps. Every little bit helps with us. Um, and uh, we appreciate it. So let's get on to the pro side of we the are, racing. We are uh, an hour in, and we still haven't discussed any racing. I know. I, so I mean, gonna... like, I'm like I've been savage ex- accidentally because I'm so bored. So I have to sort of entertain myself. <laughs> Riley's all discombobulated. You're mute. Here. You're mute. Keenan, you are on mute. Uh, I was just talking <laughs> all that time for nothing. Ryan yeah. is busy trying to fix his rate his screen. We're gonna talk about pro nitro truggy because I thought this was the best main out of all of them. I don't know if you watched it, Max. Should we should we just do do we start with Chuggy, then e buggy, then buggy? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Hey, then we'll like, go into nitro buggy. I'll be honest with you, I was not very excited about nitro buggy. Yeah, so, yeah but Let's do, I'm going to uh, go through these real fast. Yeah, is Riley let's, hurt? Let's okay, do, there's uh, Riley. You, we need to cut this shit out. So let's do, uh, you know. <laughs> All right. So this race was actually really good. Um, 18 cars. Greg Degani says, as Greg Degani says, A main and 80% of the B main, because he still believes he thinks that it should only be 10 people in a main. But I mean, yeah. there's no other way to do this with, with, with this many entries. Uh, mm-hmm. So this turned out to be a really good. Is Riley, are you there? Can you hear us? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, this was the most exciting race. I really got excited over the Joker lanes with this because Mason Fuller literally waited until the last lap to do this. He, I believe he did one right away, I believe, with these guys and stayed with them. So this pack got out to um, that start, and then it was a good race because I just think the Truggies worked better on this track too. They were able to do this a lot better and... You know, they were able to go through these whoops a lot better and all this type of stuff. That's where they were cutting the track right there. Ooh, they were a bit of haul ass. 
Born horse, man. Born horse was looking good for some for some time. But Fend always looked fast. I really thought that Mason was gonna get him, to be honest. Um, and I and it yeah. came so close. It it, it kind of was, you know, when he went for Ooh. his I think he might have waited a little bit too long for his joker lane, but I will say this, it made it so freaking exciting. Yeah, I and think I thought he came second. I think if I was in this race, I would have just tried to joker with whoever was leading or whoever I thought was leading. So you know the pace. Yeah. Right. But the thing, here's the thing, though. Okay, the joker made it exciting. But instead of Fend and Fuller being uh, like 10 seconds right. apart for 30 minutes or fighting against each other, switching positions here and there, some sometimes making mistakes, making passes, which one is more exciting? Now that's my, now, now I will be honest with you. When I was watching this, I I was listening to Scotty and Tyler, and they did a really good job explaining the race. But you couldn't mm -hmm. see those battles. But I knew that Mason Fuller was close in the back of my brain, and I was able to track yeah. it. But I wasn't able yeah, to yeah. track it in the Nitro Buggy race, and it really got yeah, boring. Yeah, of course, and that's. But even then, like the Joker, I'm fine with having the Joker. But uh, in my opinion, this one is it's too big of a cut. Like I agree. make the Joker at at most five seconds of a cut. And even even uh, better would be to not make it a cut, to make it a sort of an extra lane. Mm -hmm. So so make it make it sort of a sandbox section or a whoop section or something that's really slow but doesn't take up much space. So you lose let's say five seconds when you go on that. So you, it doesn't happen so that the guy who uh, does the Joker gets in front, but it's that the guy who hasn't done the Joker gets out front. And then the, the guys who did it first, they are sort of uh, trying to catch up. And now the, the issue with this is because the cut is so big, these guys are racing just against the clock. They mm -hmm. aren't racing against That's each other. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. Yeah. In, not in this main so much because I was kind of able to track it, and they stay together. Yeah, yeah and, they, but they in the net, in the nitro buggy main, like Mayfield done his his. We'll talk about it. And I just was like, eh, and I kind of felt like you did, Riley. Go ahead, real quick, because you 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 are a big fan of the Joker lane. Um, yeah, and just tell us about your thoughts on this truggy main, real quick. I like the Joker, but I definitely think a Joker lane should add time and not take away like ten yeah. seconds like it did here yeah so i mean i love actually the idea that when they came up with the joker lane it was it was great but when i saw that it cut the track i was like what's going on here like i don't know why they've done they that have, a couple of times yeah they have it's been yeah, like that it, almost but it's always time. been the cut so but i don't know why they don't understand that it, it it's not as exciting this way and especially when the cut is this big then all of these guys are just on their own clock it's so Hard and to I don't, follow. And I don't think the exit should be on the high speed section like it was. Yeah, that's, that's too, just a right collision right. waiting to happen. Yeah. So because it goes right into the lane, like both lanes are crossing. If it was like yeah. if it was like a, a slower section and then you just like had a transition into a corner, that would be awesome. Yeah. And the you thing is, I like know? I love the idea of a joker lane, but I the just the execution of it is lacking. And uh here, like if we didn't have the Joker, we could have had 
an amazing fuller penned battle for 30 minutes mm-hmm. 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 oh yeah we did miss that we did miss that yeah uh speaking of fend tlr uh i will take my contingency money via paypal please friends and family <laughs> us dollars uh i did they not will pick send him. the de- cease and desist instead i i thought that i thought that Fen, <laughs> i thought i thought this was the beginning for Fen, and i thought he was gonna dominate this weekend but he definitely did well in chuggy i'm just gonna mute riley because it's really loud right now yeah. um he was good in truggy he was good in buggy but truggy he was just able to put it together i mean he even threw a like probably he i think he's the only one that i've seen that threw a 43 second lap his hot lap was a 43 six so yeah that's super impressive yeah. one thing one thing i've been impressed by is how mayfield and fenn have just sort of shared heads and shoulders above stuff. everybody else yeah in last year was just like can fend hold it together and he never did but this year he's been consistently holding it together and then mayfield is his usual self and then like even now like fuller's sort of he's my only hope have, right he, he he has he has a one sort of leg in in the door already so he just needs to kick it in yeah i would agree there. i think fuller I- has the pace he just needs to uh yeah. he just needs to stop making those stupid mistakes. And it's normally in a yeah. high speed section, like where it's all rutted. He doesn't do too many like stupid super dumb things. It's it kind of catches him off guard, but still yeah. I think if he didn't I have think those, he would have probably won everything. Yeah, I think Fuller's thing is right now that he knows he's quick and he knows he could battle. So he overdrives just a tad bit to keep up. And that's, that's his driving style mistakes. a little bit too. Yeah, but he needs to be where he he's like because the thing is that Fendon Mayfield are most of the times comfortable going the pace they are doing, whereas I yeah. believe Fuller still is getting used to that pace, and he needs to sort of find find the comfort going that fast, and then he can do what Fendon and Mayfield are doing uh, almost every race. All right. Well, I'm going to go over our, our top five, some notables. Dakota Fenn, number one. Ryan Mayfield, two. Mason Fuller, three. That was exciting. Rivkin, in there for silent four. Cole Ogden, fifth. Jared Tebow, six. He wouldn't be happy with that. Tyler Jones, seventh. Spencer Hackett, nine. Cavalieri. We're going to talk about Cav a little bit. Tenth. Cole Caston coming off his RC2, doing pretty well making that. And then it's like Joe Bornhorst, Jackson Bronson, Cole Tallard, Wiggins, Vale, Lutz, and... And Seth Van Dalen at the end there. So that was your Truggy main, 18 cars in there. It's a lot of cars, a lot of cars. Um, let's see. Are we still sharing that screen? All right. So let's go on to uh, E-Buggy, which I just watched. And Mason kind of ran away with it. Oh, hail Mason Fuller. Um, yay. Yeah. Nitro Buggy is just a, a matter of time. That's all. Who else? Yeah. Let's see who else was uh, in. I know people will. You never give eBuggy no love. Well, I mean, I didn't watch it live. I, I, you know. No, but okay. Here's the thing. eBuggy is a ten-minute main, and it most of the time, like people blow out. Like even Mayfield, he blow blows out uh, quite a lot of times in eBuggy because if you, if you get a bad start, you only have ten minutes to catch up, and with this level these guys are going at, it's just like Mayfield doesn't give a shit about a fourth. You know. Yeah. So he, he's not going to, like, 
Well, be on it after that. I think they should have double mains. I know it's impossible with this type of race, but I always yeah. prefer e-buggy mains to be double mains. Yeah. What about you, Riley? What do you think we should have double mains for e-buggy mains? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the single main for like a whole weekend's build up is really disappointing. It could have could have had a lot more racing, but yeah. I did I did like watching Fuller just dominate. That was cool. Yeah. I'm 100% on with that. Domination. I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't have to come back and, and challenge that. Good, good run for Tyler Jones, but Tyler Jones needs to get these results in Nitro too. Um, yeah, I was actually nope, pretty yeah. impressed with that after having two not so great finishes. Yeah, yeah. Rifkin, but the thing is, like, Techno, Techno is always much better in e-buggy and Chuggy than Nitro buggy for some reason. I, I mean, I think it's the sort of design philosophy of the car. It works much better in Chuggy and buggy, but. I think Tyler has been looking the best in e-buggy for a long time. Same with Tebow and, and so on. Yeah, Caden yeah, Fuller Rip made that race too. And Ryan Cavallari yeah. made it. So Ryan Cavallari made two two A-mains this week, but he hasn't made a Nitro yeah. main in a long time. But when you, when you say it like that, Ryan Cavallari made, made, made the main. I know, we shouldn't even be talking about him like that. Yeah, either. that's not that shouldn't even be a discussion topic, you know? Right. That should there's right. not There's not very many pro-line guys in, in A-mains this week. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. Don't worry. We gotta get through this. Let's get through this, and then we can talk about that type of stuff. Yeah. But by the way, I, right. I, wanna, I wanna say about Rivkin though. Uh, okay. Third and fourth, and uh, yeah, that's where solid. he's been all year. Yeah. Last year, this year. Like he's, that's like he seems to be like he's now here, and that's his spot now. He's third to fifth every race. Really, that's where you got him. Third to fifth every race. <laughs> well. Almost every race. That, well, I mean, that's where he's been, though. I see him second through seventh. Okay, third to third to fifth or DNF, basically. <laughs> because wow, Max. Well, like, wow. Yeah. I mean, dude, but like, I, I last All year right. he was second to fourth. Now he's third to fifth because All Ken right. has picked up. So it's so, like that's that's his spot now. No offense to e buggy guys, but it was just one main. Mason Fuller killed it. Fucking, fucking, fuck yeah. That's all I care about. <laughs> Fuckity fuck yeah. Mason Fuller, <laughs> Fuller killed it. Um, congratulations, Team Fuller. Nitro Buggy. Yeah. So I was super excited for this um, after watching the Nitro Truggy race. And I was like, oh, we're going to. Dude, I was like, I was 100% like Mason is going to win this. Like I deep down in my soul and heart, like thought that Mason was going to win this. Like I did. I really did. So, and then like, he just kind of, I thought he was at one time, but that it, that's where I lost interest in this race. I have to admit the, as much as I liked the Joker lanes in the Truggy, I, I did not like it in the Nitro Buggy race because I was like, I just felt like, I felt kind of like how you felt, Max. It was like, these guys are racing on their own clock. They don't know. It's like qualifying out there. Mayfield yeah. took all three, and he's still in front. He's just walking away with this. Like, And I'm just like, what the yeah. hell? But the th here's the thing. If you start out front, you just take all three immediately because then you just have clear track for the rest of the main, no matter what. If you don't crash, you just have clear track until the end of the main. And so the Joker lane doesn't even play a part if you're in that. I mean, even if you're in the top three, you just you should take all three straight away. Oh, Keenan's gone now. But yeah, that's that's the issue with the Joker. But I mean, we kind of went already through it. 
But I gotta make us a little humble brag. I think I picked Mayfield for the win and and uh, Fend for the second. So I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure I picked that. I picked Mason for third, which he did not end up finishing. He finished in fifth. But uh, Bornhorst was actually in third, which was surprising. He was second for the most of the main. So uh, for the I didn't most, pick anyone for anything. I just thought Mason was gonna do really good. Yeah. But I, I, I'm so I'm I'm not sure if they ran the HV rear end here as well. I'm pretty sure they sh- would run it if they ran it uh, at previous races. Uh, but yeah, Joe Bornhorst is definitely now a top dog. He's not anymore average Joe. He's definitely he's not even above average anymore. He's just Joe now. He didn't do great in e-buggy, but yeah, Joe is doing yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah. I don't know where the hell Keenan went, but. I'm back. Somebody oh, he's, had he's unplugged. Back. Somebody had unplugged my laptop, and I just saw it, so I was almost ready to die. Yeah, Joe did pretty good, man. He was fast. He didn't do too well in e buggy and nitro buggy, but he ended up finishing third this week, uh, a solid third actually. And he wasn't too far off off Dakota Fan in the end. So let me yeah. uh, let's get this playing again. So for me, like I said, I just kind of lost. I I, I feel. I know everybody's like, oh, Keenan, you just, you just, you just all on, you just really want Mason Fuller to win and all this type of stuff. But I just think that I kind of lost interest in this race because they weren't racing each other. So, and then I was like, and then you have to wait to the end. And then he crashed like on his Joker lane. And I was just like, oh, like all that build up, all that build up. And then it went on one crash. I mean, he did make crashes and mistakes in between that. But I mean, like, dude, I mean, it's like how the only person to interrupt Mayfield or Dakota fan winning this year in Nitro Buggy or Alaska this year has been Tasman. So it's yeah, like crazy. you throw Joker lanes at at Pavitas. I mean, Pavitas, you throw Joker lanes at Mayfield. Yeah, he doesn't care. He just doesn't like I'm, he just knows how to win, man. Mayfield just knows how to win. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he just knows how to win. I mean, Fend is now almost there he's he's won already a few times but when when it's not fence day uh sort of like when the right when I get the, what like when fend is on it he's on it but when he's not he isn't just good enough because mayfield can challenge fend on a fence good day but fend really can't challenge mayfield on a mayfield's good day i would agree with that well i think he can on Fen's best day, but not, if, if like Mayfield's are, learned how to do it when he's not a hundred percent on it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like the thing is, like Mayfield handles pressure so well. Like Fend, I don't feel he does as well. I feel like it's the opposite or way around for temp scale. Well, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's I think just, Fen. I think Fen's the temp scale guy right now. I think Fen's the yeah. best all-around driver in the world right now. Period. No. Yeah, no. because he's Quail, doing better in 10 scale than Ryan Mayfield. No, but I mean, like, come on. Like, if I you take Quail Ho and people like that. In on know. 10 scale right now? If you're if you just beat Arnowski and those guys down in um Florida. Yeah, only in two-wheel drive. Or Lowski on four-wheel drive still. Uh-huh. It's yes, he did. Yes, he did. But like yeah. like Fendis, Fendis, Fendis the number one in america in intense scale there's no questions about it 
but if it's 10 scale worlds i'm not picking him for the win like i'm i mean i'd pick him for a second or third or perhaps the win but it's not like a oh he's gonna win 10 scale worlds and if it's an eight scale worlds i'm currently i'm not picking fend for top three just because it's in europe all right um, I wanted to talk about a few things here in this Nitro main before we went on, went off. Ty Tasman 6 had a bump in from the B main. Again. Co uh, Ogden, another bump in from the B main. Who else bumped these in? These two. By the way, th- th- these two, I mean, I if these two bumped in, it's insane because they have bumped in the last, like, five big events or something. Like, like how do these two not qualify well? I, I don't understand. It... it all right, so and then on, we'll talk about that. But also, big shout out to Little Bump making the main. He's thirteenth, like you know what I mean. So had this been yeah. a fifteen car main, he probably would have either been on on the BQ or he would have been on the bubble. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. good to see. Um, and people that were going to forget this main would be Jared Tebow. He he looks like he just had. Let's see, did he did he have issues? Yeah, he had like on lap six, he had 116 yeah. second. Uh then Tyler even, Jones will want to forget about this. Yeah, but even the Jared's pace, not not yeah, he just great, wasn't though. usually Jared might be up there in qualifying. He was just nowhere to be seen yeah. this weekend, unfortunately. And another great performance by Brandon Rose, seventh. So yeah, he's like he stepped up big time. I think I think RCGP was very good for him because he could show his sort of skill on many different occasions. Whereas because all these big mains, it's very easy to get sort of lost in there. But especially like the sprint mains, Brandon Rose is really good at RCGP, mm-hmm. and like he's keeping it up. I mean, Nat's main uh, here, like seventh, that's pretty good for him. It's very nice. All right. Um, let's talk about do we want to go? Do we want to just go into the negative things or do we just want to say it right out here? All right, let's talk about it. No freaking pro line drivers in this main. Not one. Yeah. That's like even weird to say that. I didn't like okay, let's be honest. There aren't many people like Aiden Horn and Cavalier. And Cavalari. Cavalari is just on, okay, so actually, just real quick, Seth and Dale and Ty Tasman co Ogden with the three bump pumps. Um, I I love Cavalari; he's the greatest of all time. But he is on the struggle bus big time. It looks like all yeah. the pro line guys on struggle bus big time. No, but I mean, who are the pro line guys? It's Aiden Horn, Horn and Cav, um, and who but, else? I don't know. Riley? That's the thing. Like they, they, yeah, they. That's that's my point exactly. Aiden Horn and Cav are the only pro line guys, mm. and like. I don't know if it's the tires why they're struggling because Cav could be just struggling with the car. True, like, true, true. And Aiden Horn. I'm not saying that he's struggling more... with uh, that. I'm just saying he's on the struggle bus. I didn't say he's oh, struggling yeah, yeah. because that's, of ProLine. That's, that's but ProLine's like, on the struggle bus too. Well, obviously, because they have two guys who one is a 10 scale guy and one is not doing very good. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like when you put all your uh, all your money on one horse, it's you can lose pretty big so that's what what's happening now it seems like yeah well cavalier hasn't made a nitro a main in three races now he didn't make a dnc he didn't make yeah. it uh i mean yeah like it's insane he's not doing what i thought he would do he's good in 10 scale though 
Yeah, Ty Testman has qualified in the B for at least three races in a row now. And Cavalieri has not made the A <laughs> probably. I, you said three races in a row. So there's like two very big guys who are like, like not like barely making mains or not making mains at all. That's and Cavalieri finished eighth in the B. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, who ever thought that would happen? Okay, Riley, go ahead. I know you want to say something. Fire away. Yeah, Troline definitely needs to figure out their team. They they only have well two guys, I guess, in pro that that were there. Um, I think no, Tater's not either. I'm trying to think of the Horizon guys because they try to they try to get the TLR and then Proline together. But yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah it, I'd like to see them get some more top guys. Ten skill, they seem to be okay. But, yeah, uh, it's a little bit closer. Aiden Horn holds it up there. But even if I talk to the people that run, that run Proline, like the regular people that run this, they're just like, yeah, these guys are just making their own tire choices. They need to do use this and that. So, I don't know. I, I think yeah. the race time events, J Concepts is just that oh, good. Oh, it's obvious. I mean, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. just look at it. It was all J Concepts, and then it was a couple AKAs, and then the rest for Hot Race. But, I mean. There was a lot of Hot Race, guys. Dude, yeah. so look, let's let's go through the top five. Hot Race, I mean, sorry. So Ryan Mayfield, JC, Fenn, JC, Warnors, JC, Rivkin, JC, Fuller, JC. Then we had Tasman, Rose, Ogden, Hot Race, Jackson Bronson, JC, Ryan Pavitas, Hot Race, Little Bump, JC, Seth, JC, Cole, JC, Jared Riggins, AKA Lutz, AKA Setzer, JC, Jared, AKA Tyler Jones, JC. Wow, that was yeah. a completely dominated JC. 18 I mean, cars. Yeah, but we gotta be honest though, too, that a lot of those guys who are JC are one of the top guys. Like, JC has a very good team as well, not just. You know, oh yeah, that the tires are working good, but the tires are good here on mm -hmm. East Coast. I'm gonna have to charge my phone. No, Riley's probably gonna be out. Uh, is he can still talk? Hopefully, yeah, I'll, I'll still mute talk. Him. We'll mute you. For, we'll mute you, and then when you when you're ready, you can come. I'm ready. All, All right. right. So, yeah, definitely Proline is on the struggle bus. Um, I don't know if they're trying to do different things or whatnot, but it's definitely a fall from grace, like. A big fall from Grace Smith Pro Line, and especially a race with eighteen cars in it, and they don't have not one, yeah, not one. Come on. <laughs> what about Cav though? Like, I mean, what does Cav do? He's in his last year of his contract, I would say. He's doing okay yeah. in ten scale, not so good in eight scale. I mean, he did yeah, make but, e buggy and truggy mains, but he needs to make that nitro buggy main. I want to see worlds before I make any of my final conclusions, but I mean, it's not looking good for him. Like if I was the guy who's paying him, I'd be like, ooh, like maybe we have to. Yeah, but he's doing on else. the ten scale side, pretty good. So no, that but I mean, you could him. you could get someone else who could do it on the ten scale side, for sure. Well, like we guys are riding riding cab off already. All right, Riley, I'm not riding him off, but I mean, he's gonna be like, he should be scared for his like place, right? Oh yeah, I'd be if I was him. Riley, are you all good now? Yeah, I'm good. All right. We're going to go. We're going to do. So we're going to go into the negatives of this race. We're not going to be too long here. But, you know, we talked about yeah. all the positives. We think it was a great race. I just want to say kudos to race time and those guys for what they done. It was a great job. They worked their asses off. They had the most entries. They got through all those entries and they did it in a way that they, there were no big hole ups and stuff like that. So it's a lot of entries to go through, a lot of work. 
And congratulations to all the racers. Congratulations to Cutterfan, Ryan Mayfield, and Mason Fuller. And congratulations to all the intermediate guys who who done well. Um, they they had to run at 1.17 a.m. And uh, congratulations to Jonah Wilson. He won that, uh, I believe, yeah, intermediate e-buggy. Oh, sorry, that's e-buggy. They had the last but race was the intermediate e-buggy main. Uh, and even in 40 plus, I want to shout out to Donald Elliott for winning that. Adam Drake won it. I mean, you know, Adam Drake's going to run that. Greg didn't win 40 plus, dude. He didn't look too happy on there. Who he didn't run all day. Then? Huh? Drake won 40 plus. Greg came, uh, he came. Why is, is Drake now allowed to run 40 plus? I'm pretty race, sure Drake yeah. was up by two laps. Yeah. Greg, Greg finished fifth in this race. He finished fifth in Ooh. intermediate and fifth in 40 Did plus. Did Paul beat him? Uh, let's see. I think Paul broke mm, out. No, he did not. Oh. He did not. He has been working, breaking out quite often now. Eclip was at this race. Oh my gosh. Like Eclip oh, made wow. it to the East Coast. <laughs> Wow. I've seen a lot of Facebook posts about him. So, yeah. So congratulations to all them guys, man, because, and, you know, all the sportsman guys that came out and raced, uh, if that was your first time, let's see who won the sportsman Nitro buggy. So Matthew Shistrunk run, won that. I saw people giving him a lot of crap for that, but, hey, man, Matthew, like, people think because you have sponsors, you're not supposed to run sportsman, but there's no rules on that, I don't think, at race time. And, um, <laughs> Matt... <coughs> Yeah, there should no, be. But... Oh, I well, I mean, Matthew has also been a, a big. He raced a long time ago, but he's just racing for fun now. He did get some unnecessary shit for that, I think. And then uh, Mark Zilder and and all these guys. It's just good to see more sportsman guys out there racing. So shout out to everybody who made it through this race because it was hectic. I know I wouldn't have. I would have. The lack of sleep would have got me. So. With that said, we're going to go into the JQ Racing rant side of things because we have some rants that we want to get off and we're not going to be that long. Thank you to BTRC for their continued support and uh, everybody that made this possible. Are you guys ready to do some ranting about PMB? Yeah, let's get it done with. <laughs> we are now at that point of the show where you should fasten those seatbelts and put your big boy pants on. Whoa. Things are about to get serious. It's time for the JQ Racing rant. All right, so it's that time of the pod show po- podcast where we kind of throw all the rules out. We're just gonna let it rip. Uh, tell us how, tell people how we really feel. Uh, we 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 talk very good about PNB. I still think it was great and all that stuff, but it wasn't perfect. There were some things that were on the internet. I have a different view of all this type of stuff than all you guys go. So, what do we want to tackle first? Do we want to tackle? Let's talk the- about how Will's an idiot. All right, well. I know Riley wants to go at Will McIver. We're going to talk about Will McIver last because he's he's super heated about that because they got at it on Facebook. Um, but let's talk about, I guess, the I, I, first thing that everybody talked about was obviously the entrance, which I, I told you I'm fine with because they said this race is about the most entrance, right? They literally yeah. said that in their podcast where they bashed me for an hour. So it's all about the entrance. It's all about the entrance. And I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. So we did see the long, long line. Now what's funny about that is I sent that video to like Mike Hill and Mike Hill was like, Lefty, 
that's not the line. That's just somebody up there filming. I was like, no, Mike, that's the freaking line. It's coming from the the, st- the stand up the steps to where we used to pit. And he couldn't fathom it until a few minutes later. And he's like, holy shit, Lefty, that's the fucking line. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, so, but to be honest, I think people do that to themselves because you can easily go there at two o'clock in the morning and go practice and there's no line. Yeah, I mean, okay, here's the thing. That line issue is so simple to fix. All you need is a fucking app and you say which time you go there and you're waiting in line, but in virtually. You don't have to be there physically. Yes. That's Mm. all you fucking have to do. Mm. So fucking simple. Mm. So I don't even... Waiting in line is literally the worst thing to do at a race. You don't want to wait in line for like what an hour or whatever it was yeah, yeah that was that's so, when i w- when i was there it was 45 minutes and it was like half of that pretty much that line must be way over an hour well depending oh, on how, yeah. switch, how quick they switch around the thing the thing is that i don't even give a shit about the line thing anymore because i know it's so easy to fix all you need is some like a virtual line so you have an app you sign up the race you get to click there i want to go i'm in the line now i'm waiting then when you go drive you unclick it there's someone that checks your phone or whatever and like because there are guys who switch the hits around already so you you mm-hmm. just do that it's you don't even add he need to add uh, people to the organizers so it's so easy to do it's such a dumb issue that i don't really care anymore like if people go to the event and they want this to happen uh to themselves then fine have it hey but then don't don't make don't like complain about it then if you go to this event Un- unless unless P- like uh, race time are willing to fix this issue just don't go like but if you don't like, complain if, about if it you're if you're fine with this then fine there's no issue then so uh go ahead Ryan. i uh, not when 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 this as long as saying. this line exists at the race time event, I will be never going again because it was fucking shit show last time I went, and that was half the line. I know okay, I'm Okay, so not we know you don't like the line. It. We know you don't yeah. like the line. And <laughs> and we know we know people who are pro don't like who it don't either. Like line, but they still go to this event. So they so obviously like, like it. They like it. So they must that's like what it I've then. come to the conclusion. <laughs> that's to me this the annoying part is people like, oh look at this line, and then they still fucking go. But just everybody's caught up, caught up. It's 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 part of it's 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 a byproduct of having the entries. Like the line is going to no, be long. No, it's not. It's it a is. byproduct. No, listen, 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 any listen. System because you can have a very. Oh, there is no line. system. Yeah, if you you just need to make a simple system, it doesn't even take pretty much any money. It takes a very little effort, and it could work flawlessly. Now, what I have what I have to say of the format, otherwise. I don't mind it being 24 hours. That's great. That's fine. That's P and B. I don't mind qualifying going until 3 a.m. That's fine. That's P and B. And I don't mind people having 10 minute mains just so that they can have this big race because that's P and B. But the line issue is such a silly one. And it's so silly when people are like, oh, race time does great events and I like to go there. And then when they go to B&B, they post on Facebook like, oh, look at this line. This sucks so bad. You know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. 
Like that's gonna yeah. happen. Like you should so know it's when like you go there. About something. It's such an old issue. It's such a simple that's... thing to fix. Too. It's like I'm tired of even talking about this. Like okay, so let's stop so talking Max, about it. So Max, yeah. what do you let's think about the talk about it. <laughs> what I think about the line. <laughs> All right, Riley, no, your I, thoughts. You I, don't like the line. I agree. The lines. The, you do not want to stand in line ever. It's the worst thing ever. Honestly, you don't want to put the wear and tear on your feet. Just it's boring, whatever. But other than that, I thought the format was pretty cool. I I understand not being able to do three rounds, and I like how they added the extra couple minutes to the second qualifier. It also made yeah, it I don't incredibly even, yeah, boring I don't mind that. for the. I I didn't like it for the sportsman classes because well I don't like watching that. It's <laughs> super boring. But other than that, yeah, it was, it was cool. I liked watching. Yeah, the I think I think actually uh, one thing I wish they would do. So I'll be now giving my suggestions, and I hope Dave will listen to this. So implement an app, uh, or maybe contact Connie from House of RC, and he could implement it on his software, so other races could use this too. He would probably mm. do it so that you 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 wouldn't have any cost or work to do this. So contact connie he makes a, a sort of virtual line function on house of rc now you have a system where there's no waiting line people get to still have their 24-hour practice just as they used to but they have picked a line virtually okay great that issue's solved no issues anymore now on saturday when you have a thousand entries do it so that you have a first qualifier that's uh best three laps or like that style system kind of where you get ams but just have one round and that's your sort of seed round and then the second round is a qualifying race so that determines your final position in qualifying and then on sunday you just have the mains have like you've had it before now you add one extra main for everyone because no one really like okay if you have bad luck in the seedings that's a bummer because you just have one round but either way, you get two races and you get to actually race against people and uh, you don't add any time to the schedule. All right. That's all, right. all I um, really wanted to say anyway. Okay, so I wanted to segue into the two rounds, not three. <clears throat> uh, do you want to do you want to comment on that? Riley and Max, before I go on my... Well, I, I, said, I said it was... Okay, said you said what you had to say. You kind of lost yeah, me. I said you know, it was... You draining on me. I mean, I said the two <laughs> rounds are fine. Like, I, I yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to say my opinion at the end. So go ahead, Riley. Your thoughts on that. Something's up with your mic, Riley. It's kind of jumping around, so I'm muting you in between. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it should have been... Or, yeah. I don't know. I liked how they did it with the extra two minutes. All right. Pretty much said my yeah. piece. So, so I saw everybody complaining about the lines and then obviously it was the dropping it on from three qualifiers to two qualifiers. And I know everybody's thinking, oh, left is going to go like berserk and go crazy about this. And I'm just like, it's not a big deal. For yeah, me, it's not a thing. big deal. Like, because can, let me the finish. The two let qualifiers me isn't the thing. Like, I don't like... Two so people people say we're promised three qualifiers and we got two and all this type of stuff. So yeah, I get that. Let me let me do my analogy. Let me finish this and then this I'm gonna say my piece and then we'll go on to the the Mill McIver and the thing and all that stuff, right? So where did Riley go? Riley must have <clears throat> he must his phone must have died. 
so my thoughts on this was like every, all weekend people were freaking out they were coming to me ask me what i think and all this type of stuff and all that good stuff Riley, i'm gonna mute you right now because you're really loud doing something uh so for me i i just reiterate what i remember dave and bobby and those guys saying in that podcast that this race is about uh an insane race which it was and this race is about uh, you can also unmute yourself when you want to, Riley, just let you know. This race is also about as many entries as they can get, right? They never once said this race is about you getting as much runtime as you can get. So I'm fine with that. So, you know, and a lot of a lot of PMB, what happens with PMB? Because it's a three-day race, it's super popular because I, I bet you a lot of people saw the track, saw all these people go in there and all that stuff on over Thursday. And a lot of people probably knocked off work early Friday packed their shit with their buddies and said, hey, let's go to PNB. You know what I mean? Because they knew they could get some practice that that evening and, and still race and all that type of stuff. So this race just snowballed into being what it is, you know, 1,010 entries, mm-hmm. almost 500 people. And I don't understand why people are getting mad. I, I get why they're mad because they didn't get three qualifiers, but I mean, people, you have a thousand entries to get through what time of the day are you going to do this in yeah you know what i mean so so for me race time made the correct decision to get through this process and get everybody their race time within this three days of racing with 20 with the amount of entries they had so i the best way i could con- compare this is and people may not agree with me we go to dnc there's always a chance that it's going to rain right it rained this year. It cut down practice to only one round of practice. Yes, there could have been another round of practice, but we would have been done at 4 o'clock in the morning. Who wants to do that on the first day? Nobody. So we lost a round of practice. Everybody did. I took the approach of looking at entries as these indoor, well, PMB is in, it's an indoor track, so it doesn't get affected by rain, but entries is its rain per se. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the more entries that it got, the less track time everybody was going to get. So you should go to this race kind of with that attitude and my, and my idea, think of it as, all right, this is like rain. So we can't, I'm okay. Obviously we can't help rain, but they advertise this as the race as many entries as possible. So, you know, that something's going to have to give, you can have as many race as entries as possible and run time at the same time, something has to give. So for me, like a lot of people are upset about not getting it. I get that. But race time had to make a hard decision. They made it. And I think it went well. That's my yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah. And yeah, and I actually we agree more than you probably thought because only issue I had was that people complain about the line, but they still go to this race every year. Well and the fact that the line is such an easy thing to fix. That's the easiest part to fix. And with two no, qualifiers. Don't complain if you win, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. because you're I mean, actually even... part of the issue. That's why it's like that. You know what I mean? So if you're cool yeah. with that, I just want to be here for the party. It's as many people. It's a great coming together of people and all that type of stuff too. Don't get me wrong. And that's fine. We look at it as a festival with an RC race at it and runtime doesn't matter. That's how I kind of look at it. Now, mm-hmm. what I would like to see race time do is because we know this race isn't going to get less entries. Mm-hmm. What I do want to see is them make up ways where they can do transition faster between yeah. things and maybe give people more runtime that way. So maybe you still have as many entries, but you figure out 
Here's one example I think that I that will speed up a lot of things at race time events. And I've said this before. Have an off-ramp. Have an off-ramp off the driver's stand so people go off that the other side of the driver's stand, drop mm. their radios off on a table, and go right out to turn marshal. I guarantee you that saves two to three minutes each run. And you add that up over three days, maybe people get out an extra hour early, or maybe we get people get an extra. I'm not saying. I'm just saying there's little things they have to do to figure that logistics side because it's gonna this race is gonna be packed and they're gonna let as many yeah. people get in yeah so they have to figure but, out how to give people yeah. more runtime by making everything go faster does that and smoother yeah. and that but includes the fucking line too yeah but i don't even mind the two qualifiers i don't like i don't, I don't think, either i don't like, either but people expect two, three two and they want three yeah but if you say you're gonna have three you're gonna have three well this like is a byproduct you, this is the rain yeah yeah when you go to this race you should prepare for two qualifiers and be happy if it's three and uh that's that's how it is and i think it's silly to be mad about it uh and uh yeah the only really suggestion for next year i'm really disappointed if i don't see is something to solve the line issue mm -hmm. the app is the very simple very functional and almost bulletproof uh, system that will uh, work. And if you think this line now is bulletproof, it's not. Because you have someone, sister and little brother and mom and dad. Oh, there was lots of line. track cutting by pro guys too. Yeah, and just cutting, people that. are cutting the line. Mm -hmm. Like the system that is in place now is not fair. Mm -hmm. It takes people's time unnecessarily and it's just silly. So please i am pretty sure that if dave just says to connie hey can you make this happen connie is able to do it by the next uh, race time event that has open practice and i heard a lot just real quick i heard like a lot of these pro guys will just come up and talk to a guy and be like hey what's up and in the same shirt yeah and, and, and just, like people just cut like, in that yeah, was shitty people That's like shitty. drake are infamous of doing that you know? Well, I didn't call no names. I didn't say Drake. I, yeah, I but I mean, like, like guys who yeah. people think are really fair and respect still do this. Like Drake, I'm not singling him out. There's lots of other guys who do this. But people who you think would be the sort of most honorable, the best, the most respected, those guys, even those guys take advantage of this. Riley, at CRC. Quiet. Yeah, at CRC. I just gave people my radio if I had to go do something with my car so I could go get another run. But mm -hmm. I still think that's pretty messed up. I don't think that you should be able to hold a spot in line. I don't think there should be a, a line at all. Could you spend like, I think that, I think the percentage is like, like, Oh man, I forget. It was like 60% of your life. You spend in a line. You hate spending time in a line. Like it's stupid. It shouldn't, it yeah. shouldn't exist even for practice. Oh, and but the, if and I was to go to like, that race, if I was to go to that race, I'd probably like practice at night. I'm a night guy anyways, so I'd just stay up at night and, and practice at night. But yeah, yeah, definitely sucks. And I think that's the best time to practice at PMB. Yeah. At nighttime. So yeah. People had that but see, people are excited. Everybody wants to get to the track. But Everybody think, wants to get think, on the track. You know, I get it. You know, I'll end this on a positive though. I think this is the first year uh race time embraced the pnb sort of and didn't try to be like oh we're do we do have track time you get so lo lots of practice 
they embrace the fact that this is the point of this race. Yeah. I love that. I'm really happy that they did it. And one other positive thing was the virtual drivers meeting. That was amazing. That was a, such a great idea. And I hope RCGP implements that idea. But that's been well. going around in this, that's been going around in regionally in the South for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Well, either yeah. way, with PNB was the first big race I saw do it. And that's an amazing idea. You should, done it before. you should, when you have this many people, you can't do everything in place. So you should use virtual components like the line function I've been now talking about for 20 minutes uh, that could be used. And that virtual driver's meeting, perhaps something else even to make it uh, more, more sort of um, uh, structured, even though you don't have any more people in there but you have some systems in place mm. and that virtual drivers meeting was great. And I hope next year we have something for the line as well. Sweet. Sweet. That's, uh, that's my two things that I wanted to address that I saw everybody yeah. complaining about. Like that's it. That's bottom yeah. of my line. Can we talk so about, can we talk right. about Will now? Yes. All right. Okay. So the other yeah, we'll big thing that. to come out of this <laughs> was, I've known Will, Mac Will MacGyver for many years. I talked to him today for about 30 minutes. I talked to him yesterday as well. And um, I know we're going to get the blame for this. Well, not me, not you and me, Max, but JQ yeah, sure. will get the blame for this because he said this. And this is actually what pissed off Dave too a lot was when JQ said this. But you know what? Had Joseph not said it, he wouldn't have gotten caught though. I think that's true because so anyway, <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, uh, guy Will McIver, Southeast driver, he decided he wanted to get more track time and test our age old theory that people have had about race time, not just Joseph, because I've heard this from other people. And that's to sign up. What's the difference? He, okay, he signed up for pro on the Casador de Trofeos, which I thought was pretty funny. And then he signed up for on, an intermediate under his real name. Now he usually runs pro, right? He's usually in the scene main of pro. You know, he's a good local, fast local driver. But, you know, he was in the B-Man Intermediate. And he signed up for both of these. He paid for them. He paid $400 and all that stuff, but just under two names, different names. And he eventually got caught uh, doing this, I think, Wait, Sunday, after he they, bumped up from his Intermediate main. Did they refund him, though? No, no, no. He's trying to get his money back for the true classes. So he, like, I know Riley wants to rip into him because Riley and him got at it on Facebook. And Riley and I were talking about this before him. So I just want to say that I've heard this happen at race time events before where somebody signed up for more than like, they might be intermediate and pro or sportsman and intermediate or whatever, because they, this is what guys say. There's no rules and it's no different from 40 plus. So this is where I, I think Riley and I are having a little bit of disagreement because we've brought this up on our podcast too. Now to say that, I honestly think that Will wouldn't have got caught if he wouldn't have bumped out of his B main or been as well known because a lot of people know who Will is. So it was yeah. like and also the fact hard. that he run he run pro and intermediate instead of sportsman and intermediate. Right, right. He, he usually runs pro anyway. He runs pro anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but if he was someone, if it was some guy who usually runs sportsman or intermediate, and then they run both, no one's gonna know. Right, but, but I think, he, yeah, I think exactly. It's funny that someone actually did it. I, I don't even have any feelings towards it. In my opinion, this is just funny. And the yeah, fact he kind of admitted to being wrong. Race, 
but the 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 funniest thing is he got called by just before he bumped <laughs> bumped into the main. So he well, he did he bump it. Yeah, he did. So somebody <laughs> yeah, actually pricked on him. So somebody actually pricked on him. I don't think he got caught. Caught. But uh, oh, I mean, so I don't was a snitch. Yeah, but Ooh. <laughs> Riley, go ahead. You have your thoughts on this. Go ahead, Riley, because you you've been heated about this. Yeah, I think it's pretty damn stupid to even think that that's a good idea because like you should not okay i understand getting the extra track time and 40 plus it's not fair whatever whatever but you're running competitively in two classes it will not competitively in, in pro but like you're you're trying you're under you're getting like extra time with your car against faster guys so you're already your pace is already better and then you go in and you're basically just beating up on a class that you don't race in normally I just think that it's all stupid. I think that you definitely should should reconsider life because that's just not a good idea. <laughs> well, Riley, that was pretty savage. That was well, okay. because Jessica, Riley, you know why Riley is heated? Because we all called him a nobody on Facebook. I am oh, a nobody, really? <laughs> but it doesn't, it, it doesn't like, you don't need to point it out every damn time you get an opportunity. No, um, I, I got your point too, Riley. No. Um, but I just but, wanted to make it. Yeah. And so to be honest, I, though, Will did ask I, Dave. He said, "One second, one second, Max." He said, "When so how he explained how it happened, it was like, and he he he's apologetic about it, like because he's friends with like he's not against these guys. He just wanted to see if it worked. And he said, "I wanted more track time, and I want to see if it worked because Drake gets it." And for those, yeah. gets it. for those that don't don't understand Spanish, his name and and pro was Trophy Hunter. Like that <laughs> itself explains the whole motive behind this. But that was a joke. Yeah, and yeah, he did that jokingly. He's a joke. I mean, I get it. You're upset about this, but in the big scheme of things, honestly, oh, Max's camera's dead too. In the big scheme of things, <laughs> for so me, long. it's no different from forty plus. Yeah. That's I get it disagree. though. Morally, it shouldn't be happening. It should not be happening. Um, think, Will got caught. Uh, he's apologet apologetic about it, but he's also saying, "Hey, where's the rule saying that I can't do this?" I think he's going on Lupus Live this weekend, and they're going to show him the rules and all this type of stuff. But at the end of the day, <laughs> when if, did they write the rules? After I don't know. Went. But if this makes <laughs> if to this me, now, it's, just, it's just not moral. Like you don't. Well, like you know what? Yeah. There's other things that are moral at these races too, yeah. because there's no tech, and I guarantee you, there's guys out there running truggy tanks in their buggies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I gotta be honest though. If he was a guy who usually run intermediate and then ran pro, I think there's no issue. But he's a guy who usually runs pro and now run intermediate as well. Well, I this is his is first year dropping on to intermediate. Yeah, but I mean, still, yeah, but like, he did, it, look, he was in the B man. He had a bump out of the B man. Like okay, he's okay, he's supposed to sure. be like he's he's kind of like one of those guys who's really good locally, does well locally. He's done well. Will Will McIver's been racing for many years. I met Will when he was really young back in the day, right? So to say what, all of 40 this, forty years ago. No, he's actually like thirty something, dude. Yeah, he's I know. Not, he's not. I know he's not over forty, but I just got. That's he why he can't run forty hell. plus. Because he's like, I'm not forty. No, but I mean, come on, like half of the forty plus class is like thirty five. I don't know about that. They say that. Well, okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if now we have rules, this is a good thing. Yeah. Well. So. To me, I don't this know. is just funny. I don't like. 
only way I kind of get Riley's point is the fact that he he has run pro before and now he ran intermediate because I think that's a bit shitty because he hasn't stopped racing. So he hasn't like he has no sort of that type. Well, of I think he'll run intermediate from now on because he wanted to drop down to intermediate okay. anyway. Okay, well, okay, that's I guess fine then. But to me, this is just funny, and uh, it was actually I'm happy that someone tried this, <laughs> tried this out. Oh shit, we're gonna get in so uh, much trouble now. I, I heard it's been done before. Yeah. I can't, oh, I can't confirm hmm. it, but I've just heard it's been done and. And what people say is that you'll never know because we just never know. I bet not. I bet someone has run the same class twice. <laughs> Some like I bet people have done ridiculous. I mean fucking uh what's his name? Uh JB. He fucking <laughs> ran a drone in Born Horse's face and then still got a full refund. Uh, I don't know if he got a full some, refund. I don't he know got if he a did. fucking full refund, uh, and he ran all the quality. Well, that was there. a little bit different. So I don't yeah, know where Riley went. Riley must have cut out. Um, Riley got too mad at Will, but they, because the fact that there's so many people, it's just bound to happen. It's not even that they got race time for not being structured or anything. It's just like I'm glad they caught so it. many. There's so many people in there that something like this will just always happen. And it's it, it's in my opinion it's like I don't even have anything against race time either way this went like if they didn't get him fine if they caught him fine like I don't think this like yeah I don't like, uh, I don't have any feelings at the end of the day he he was in the B main of intermediate he just bumped out into the this is what he said to me because look. I was bumped out to the to the A and intermediate and the space that they gave that they took me on and gave to the kid that won that should have been in the A main anyway. So he was he's not mad or anything about it. He's not even apologetic about it. He's just like, yeah, I tried it. It didn't work. I'll be back at the next races. I know Dave was upset, which I get it. That shows, you know, but I don't like, ugh, like I know a lot of people want to say it's cheating. To me, it ruins but, the integrity of the event. Well, it would have ruined the integrity if they wouldn't have caught it. Exactly. Yeah. Like but that's that's, just, that's not to say that it hasn't happened before. No, just the action. What about what about the fact that people caught in line on Friday? Doesn't that already ruin it? Yes, a little bit. Yeah. So, like the thing but is, the like, lines, the line, the whole line, the whole that's all fucked, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like this event is not about heritage and integrity. It's about having fun, uh, having a blast getting psycho so yeah oh keenan froze to me it just makes it all about him i think that's that's just stupid dude all right i cut out yeah. there for a second but that's well, your thoughts I, I i i just have a feeling that this happened before i'm just glad they caught it if they wouldn't have caught it i'd have been like oh that's bad oh i'm sure it's happened yeah. but like but i think will was just too well known i think he's too well known in that area and then I think when he bumped up, that's actually when it became a thing because it's well known, like in the southeast, that people want to do this and try this out. This isn't something that yeah, it's, somebody's that, yeah. just making up. Like people talk about this all the time. Yeah, so. and people probably fucking do it all the time. It's like it's funny that it became such a big thing. Like I, I, I'm hundred percent sure if Joseph said nothing on the podcast, nobody would have fucking found out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sure we'll get it. the blame for it. We'll get the blame for it. Yeah. But okay, so all, I I don't I don't really like the the will situation. Like fuck it, I don't give a shit. 
this PNB event with all the negativities we have said was a huge success yes, because of the fact that. that the amount of entries they had and the amount of actual people they had was great. Yeah. Now what they need to sort of take is like, Hey, okay, we, we made a success. How can we make it better? And then tackle all those negatives we have found and mm -hmm. make it so that it, this event can grow and grow and grow each year. And obviously there will be a sort of some level where there just isn't enough time for people to race this race, but to make it so that this event can be fun for as many people as possible. Uh, that's something I think now is sort of the step because it's growing. So now they can oh, it's the try biggest to race. optimize it's, it's, it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what Silver State does. I know now Silver State will try and go for the thousand entries and they probably will get it. And then that's that's when it's just like, like that's what I get tired of. But anyway, um, I would have to uh, reiterate what you said. I think it was a success. I watched this from a different point of view this weekend. Um, and I looked at it but as... But to be honest, they, they embraced it differently this year too. Yeah, it seemed like just... I think with the coverage being a little bit way better than what it's ever been at any other races, in my opinion made a big difference too. So they wanted to, even J concepts was, um, doing like, uh, like heat sheets with the guys yeah. names yeah, and yeah, all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So like everybody stepped up, you know, yeah, they, did be up too. Yeah. they need to get, um, I'm going to show when I see Hannah again, I show, I showed on my setup. They need to get some better mics for the their stuff. That's the only thing they need to do. Um, that's a simple fix. Uh, but, Everybody, like this, everything, like the show was good. The communication from what I saw coming outside in was good. The the coverage was great. And I just accepted that like people are here to party and there's the RC race happening. So yeah. and everybody I talked to had fun. So there were complaints, but most people had fun. So congratulations to everybody that attended and made this race sick. And congratulations, congratulations to race time because they bust their asses this week to make all this happen too. So I know oh, everybody yeah. thought we was going to bash them like crazy, but no, I, Oh, I, I mean, some people yeah. will say I bash them like crazy, but I mean, somebody, my will overall, yeah, people will obviously get upset when we point out the negatives, but we point out the negatives because those exist, but we all, at least I think me and you, Keenan and Riley were, were sure too. We all understand how sort of, how much good this event has as well and what it brings to RC. We only mm. say the negatives because we want it to get better. Exactly. Well, and we only said the negatives that people talked about too. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't you know, make shit up. But we'll yeah. get blamed for it, I think. Um, but uh, yeah. it is what it is. Cause I I didn't want to come on her because I know if people would have said, oh, left is being negative. And I don't I'm being honest, I don't have much negative things to say about it. I accepted it. And congratulations to them. They've done a great job. I think uh, the MSN connection and all that stuff's done good for them, getting new sportsmen guys in. And good job to everybody. And I hope they get even better next year. That's that's it. That's yeah. all I have to say. All right. Uh, Riley, anything to say before we go? Yeah. It was an awesome event. I had fun watching the, the pro classes anyways. Um, it was really drawn out, but it was cool. I enjoyed it. Um I just want it to get better, you know, in those certain areas. It could be it could be better. Yeah, it's like so anything awesome. could be better. Anything could be better. 
So yeah. and they would make it better because they're making everything better as they go on. Like, yeah, I just knew. And you know what? I'm telling you guys, it may not happen at Silver State, but Mason Fuller winning is happening very soon. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh, dude, yeah, Mason true. in a Nitro class, it's going to, yeah, it's, it's, it's inevitable. You know, Silver State's kind of a one-off, super rough race, but... Hey, I have full faith that Mason Fuller can win anywhere. Oh, dude, Mason in the rough is still pretty good. He understands lines and his home track. It's uh, it's basically just a, a backyard track that gets super blown out with not great built jumps, and mm-hmm. it's called the horse compound. But um, it's just it's not the best, but it's a perfect practice facility. Sweet. All right. Well, I think that's it, guys. We've been on for two hours and fourteen minutes. Well, two hour plus minutes here. A little longer than we thought, but we kind of had a lot to talk about. Uh, thank you, Max, for your time. Thank you, Riley. Thank you to everybody out there, the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Keep hitting those like buttons, commenting, leave reviews. If you listen to this on the audio, if whatever audio platform you're on, leave reviews. Keep helping us grow our YouTube. We're up to over 2,000 subscribers. Let's get that growing. Uh, thank you to all the patrons of the NNRC. Me and Max are going to get together and do a patron pod this week for you guys uh, easter podcast right max um yeah man thank you guys yeah, for the wanna, extra support what up yeah. i just want to have a quick word about like rcgp and pmb like on social media there's a lot of people like complaining about stuff uh then there's arguments uh drama like this will mciver stuff and i just want people to sort of remember that rc is super fun and try to keep it that way don't don't get heated up of over facebook i don't even fucking read facebook unless someone tags me in something so that's oh, you've been advised that's by your lawyers not to say many things too <laughs> yeah that too but i have had many times in sort of my rc career where i've just been like so into it that i get overflown and that's something keep in mind rc is fun like just going or, or going to the track and driving your car and having fun. That is fun. And uh, keep always keep that in mind. And don't don't get too riled up on the internet or at the track or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, RC is for everyone or everybody. I don't know which one you pick for the hashtag. Everybody. But RC is for everybody. And keep RC fun, guys. It's because it is fun. So, just to contrast uh, all the negativity we have, we were that ne- dude. We were not negative. Like we were not neg. Like we only talked no, about we the negative. No, we weren't. But I mean, the thing things. is, like, when when we say things to sort of give challenging opinions, people take it negatively. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta take a breath, calm down. There's still so much good in this, so yeah. don't get too right up. I think you just got too much backlash from the Finn comments. <laughs> me <laughs> yeah, i think that's why why you think i don't i don't think Fend wasn't even that Fend wasn't even that but i only barry got mad but barry's barry we're buddies <laughs> i don't know how sure they are about that yeah i don't know until he <laughs> knocks you out no all right barry barry loves me deeply because he knows i'm right so <laughs> all right so the next time you see him go try to hug him I'll be I'll there. Go give him a hug at the worlds. But yeah, hopefully he'll be there. All right. Um, there. Thank you Fend to all the awesome fourth at the worlds. Yeah. Thank you to all the awesome companies that support the 
podcast. They are Invisible Speed, TZO Tires, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, Mayako, JQ Scale Motorsports, G-Spec RC Tuning, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, JTP RC, RCGP, House of RC. Shout out to my boys, RC Kevin, David Runnefalk, The Doctor. Uh, remember, everybody, we have coupon codes where you can save some money. We have affiliate links. They're all in the written description of this podcast. Please, show the sponsor some love, shows us some love. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Max, we're taking a break. We're actually done our first season. We planned seasons. So we're taking a scheduled break now for like Easter, and we'll be back next week sometime. Uh, we hit it pretty hard this year. We've pissed off a lot of people, uh, but that's just sometimes how it goes when you're making an omelet. You have to break some eggs. Dude, we're making two podcasts a week. Someone's going to get pissed at something we say. Yeah, we, we, we hit it hard. We hit it hard. <laughs> we hit it yeah. hard. Um, Riley, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. I enjoyed having you on. I think you and Max make a great team. That's good. You need to get your setup working a little bit better. Uh, dude, I need a laptop so I can like... Yeah. This phone's terrible. Yeah, we definitely, you definitely need to get a laptop. Uh, I think that's it, guys. I think that's it. Everybody enjoy your Easter. Uh... I know a lot of people don't celebrate it. It's a big holiday here in the DR. I'm going to be chilling out, but it's it's still a big holiday. Be safe. And, oh, next race is uh, IBC and Euros warm-up. So that's coming up, and then it's going to be Silver State. So we got we got a couple of weeks off, and then we got some racing coming up. So good stuff. Yeah, man. Good, good job to everybody at PMB who did well and had fun and made it home safely. It's good. It, was, it looked like a great event. I actually wanted, like, wanted to be there. So, yeah, all good stuff, man. Good stuff. Anyway, that's it. Nitro's the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. Arrogant Max. Riley, we ain't got a name for you yet. Um, So, I don't know. I'm just going to call you Riley. Riley? Riley? I'm cool with that. <laughs> all right. Better anyway, than guys. the arrogant one. Yeah, well, nobody can top Max. I'm proud nobody of can it. Top Max. <laughs> he says he's just always right. It's not arrogant. Anyway, guys, enjoy yeah, your exactly. Easter. Be safe. And if you guys are doing some RC stuff, send it and um, have fun. You know, we guys are out and enjoy this podcast. Thank you for all the support. You guys are Peace. out.